What's up, fellow teens? You're listening to Jurgenit, the only podcast exclusively about the secret life of the American teenager. I'm Sam Canning. I don't have a nickname. I didn't think about that. I'm Jordan Canning, and we're joining you 28 weeks later tomorrow. Nah. Uh, the world is very different. <laughs> things are a lot worse. <laughs> things, I mean, for the record, things were not, you know, they were sort of, sort of popping off when we recorded our finale, but we're joining you, what, two calendar weeks into the future from when we recorded that, and things have tra- changed drastically. My um, governor uh, issued an order that everyone has to stay at home. I We have an, uh, the wonderful uh, Cold Stone man of Doug Ducey, um, or as I like to call him, and this is maybe a little funny joke, I like to call him uh, Doug Douchey. Dick Dicky. Dick Douchey. Uh, the, the ice cream man himself has, has been uh, relatively silent on the uh, the matter. However, um, I, I am staying at home. I'm protecting. Yeah, for, for I, anyone who doesn't know, uh, <laughs> he's, he's the, C, the, the, the governor of Arizona, right? Yeah, he's the former CEO former of Cold, CEO of Cold, Cold Stone, Stone Creamery. An Arizona-based company, uh, a wonderful sponsor of the show, friend of the show, delivering delicious, creamy treats. I'm sure they're yeah, terrible so I, I can't see why he wouldn't want people to work. Yeah, he would they're... really enjoy the sort of businesses stay open in this time um and lots of people just sort of out and uh, out and about right now so that's good Can i'm I staying say, at home yeah absolutely and and let me know if i'm taking this too lightly mm-hmm. but i feel like the world went out of balance when our podcast ended <laughs> you know i i think i don't think you're taking this lightly enough i think that this is correct and i think that <laughs> i'm not taking it lightly enough yeah, I th- sorry. I think the gravity of the situation is that Brenda Hampton, if you do not bring back Secret Life of the American Teenager, the the uh this pandemic will kill us all. You're our only you, hope, you Brenda. Think that Brenda Hampton is doing this because she's sad that the podcast. No, ended. no, 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 no. I don't think that Brenda Hampton. I think Brenda Hampton is sort of the balancing object. We are required to keep the podcast going, but what can we if we don't have Secret Life to talk about? You know. So the virus is because we were running out of Oh yeah, for life. anyone listening to this a thousand years in the future, this was, this, we're talking about the coronavirus, COVID-19. We're talking, yeah, we're talking about the coronavirus. Um, a lot of people are afraid to say, kind of much like, uh, Lord, you know, you know who from Harry Potter. A lot of people are afraid to say its name, but I'm not afraid. Uh, coronavirus. Oh, ooh, that felt wrong. Ooh. <laughs> okay. So the, we have finished watching the show. It's done. It's in the rearview mirror. I've already forgotten almost everything about <laughs> Me it. Too. I I never. I used to. You know. I think. I think we talked. Uh. Uh. On our last. On the finale episode. I think we had a question that was like, "Do you think that you're still going to think about the show?" And I was like, "I think about the show constantly." So I don't think that's going to change. Boy, it changed. So I, I never think about this fucking show anymore. I know it's nice. Uh, yet last night we were uh, us and all the cousins were playing a little bit of uh, funny Jackbox, the the sort of epic funny that's games. Funny. And uh, and one of we did the the game I won where Quiplash you, for the first time. You in won eight Quiplash. Years. It was a good one. Um, we uh, there was one game where you had to make up truths and lies about yourself, kind of like that great British television show we all love. 
And uh, one of the questions the for Great me British was Bake Off. the Great British Bake Off, where they lie all the time about how uh, how good they are at baking. It's all fake. That's, that's right. But, um, <laughs> but uh, there's always one contestant yeah. who you can tell is just full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> they're taking out the Pillsbury dough. And also, they're, they're fucking, not British. They're all American. The, yeah, <laughs> the American Bake Off. Um, but the question for me was, what um, what television show would you like to be rebooted or remade? And uh, I put I put Game of Thrones, but good. And you, uh, I believe, definitely wrote The Secret Life of the American Teenager. And when I saw that, I remembered that I did this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you said, "Oh shit, that's right. I'm oh, recording right. a thing about it tomorrow." <laughs> So I went to my Sherlock Holmes mind palace, and do you want to know the only thing I could retrieve from the depths was, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, That was yeah. pretty much, more or less, all of the, all that I've retained from the, what, two, was it two years? Two years? Every week? Two and, two a, and half? a half? Two and a half 121 years. weeks. 121 weeks of my life. That's 122, about- considering that we did, uh have to I re-record think, uh, and also all of the circle jerks so so many 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 times i do think the more we speak about it it will come back to me because it already is i'm remembering i'm remembering some things so okay perfect so here's how i wanted to do this i'm on secret life wiki by all means you guide our ship not to, to be confused with secret life ricky yeah he was he was a, he was good right i don't remember i think we probably liked him a lot I'm on Secret Life Wiki. I've literally just got category characters open, and okay. I just want to go character by character. Uh, there are 116 of them. I don't <laughs> think we'll be doing all of them, but I just want to. I just want to go character by character and talk about what was the point. How what was what, the, how, hmm. how how that's did, a, how did their story real, end, and why did real, it end that way? Sam, that's a real challenge. You're asking us to solve Secret Life. Oh yeah, so here we go. Number one, Adrian Lee. What <laughs> was right, the point of the this b- character? What are we meant to take away? Starting and out I just want to, as we guns. work through this, I think we will maybe, hopefully, work our way towards what does Brenda Hampton believe? All right. So where do we begin the this show? This is a bit. This is a big character to start with. Yeah, this is one of the sort of we're starting out on. You know, fortunately, half the characters have names that start with A. So. <laughs> We're starting on legendary all skulls on so with Adrian. So let's we, if we take it back, if we run the tapes, uh, you know, all the way back to the beginning of the show. Adrian was there were two things that we knew about Adrian. She was yes. smart and she liked to have sex, drink beer. Oh, and she liked to drink beer and have sex. Um, she recycled boys. She did um, recycle boys. She recycled. She about crushed two, Ricky into a cube. <laughs> she she recycled about. Well, let's see. She reduced, she reduced, she reused, cause she did, you know, date Ricky a couple times. I think she, she reused, did some, she reused, she reused her character boys. arc many she times of learning character. what dating is. And then she recycled, which means she, she recycled. She was in a cycle and then she mm-hmm. did it again. Boy, did she. So. <laughs> see, here's the thing. I remember the beginnings and I remember the ends. And if you could. But if you pointed a gun at my head and told me what Adrian was doing in and season, and I will by the end, and of you this will recording. because I'm going to make a funny JoJo reference probably. But if you pointed a gun at my at, right at my brain and told me what Adrian was doing in season two, I would uh, have I'd be saying my prayers and I'd be in the ground. Well, season two, season two was the just say me season, which is the only thing that I remember about it. So season two was Adrian 
She she had sex with Ben in season two. Yeah, she okay. So she found her dad, her Catholic dad that we love to see in the late season five. He was always there. He was hammering it up. Um, she had a lot of on again, off again, bad again, never good relations with Ricky, and they cheated on each other with each other. <laughs> Shut up. And <laughs> and then Ricky kissed Amy. Yes. And then she had sex with Ben. Against the urging of Grace, who said, please, I really like Ben. I'm dating him right yeah, now. And then Don't she do that. did it and then got pregnant, because the condoms never work on this show, yeah? And then there was an entire season where she uh, she decided, she off-screen, Brenda told her that changed she was her mind. She changed her mind about getting an abortion, because her dad said that he'd leave the family if she did. Uh, Tom asked her to marry her. That was a great scene. Remember that the funny moment? I do, I do remember that. One of the worst things I've ever seen. And then she got married, legal teen married to Ben. That was fun. Uh, there was some there was some funny song that played when that happened. I don't remember which one it, it was. It was uh, Amazing or Just the Way You yes. Are by Bruno Mars. I can never Very, remember which one is yes. the title. And then the thing at the end of season four happened, and that was... Or season three happened, and that was fun. That I, was I gotta great. say... Yeah. Season four is the biggest blank spot in my memory. I have uh-huh. no idea what happened in season four. Well, yeah, I think it was mostly about my gay. Tea. It was mostly about Adrian losing her baby, and then the second half of it was about if Amy and Anne and Grace were gay. Um, and that we'll get to funny. them later. It was kind of like that funny ninja sex party song. So, so yeah. So 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 basically, Adrian's character arc is uh, due to uh, bullying and trauma. She became a girl in high school who really liked to have sex, but also really cared about school still because she wanted to make something of herself because she grew up poor, which is why her mom paid for a for new her car, car and college, college. For her in cash. It's easy to do that. Um, it's such an easy thing to do. Uh, <laughs> Just much like falling in love is such an easy thing to do. Paying for college with cash is such an easy thing to do. Poor can do month. it. We can do it. So Adrian... Uh, forgot about that she did and then, and then she she, she said pregnant. ricky you can, she ricky you can be the smart one from now on i'm tired of it goodbye no do thanks we, do we have any theories about why adrian got pregnant well she had sex on the show well okay no i mean <laughs> <laughs> i mean i got that i mean like was there something about adrian that made her forget that she had just switched her birth control was now, it was it just we, was it just to say like it's never safe? I mean, if you're going to ask me the question, there are two reasons that anything on the show happened. And this is my I mean, maybe we're jumping the gun, but I want I want to continue to approach this from this perspective. There are two yeah. reasons that Brenda Hampton makes stories happen. One is to tell teenagers not to have sex. Two is and to the, own the libs. <laughs> no, I was going to say number two is to create ju- juicy drama that people will talk about at uh-huh. uh, either at the at their lockers or at the adult water cooler. So, is it safe to say that when we boil down Adrian's story, uh, all that was really happening was that Brenda Hampton wanted to make a point that no matter how careful and how responsible you think you are, it is impossible to be truly safe. And to really drive that point home, instead of just having Adrian get pregnant, she had Adrian get pregnant and decide to keep the baby, at which point God, who canonically exists because Santa exists, killed the baby. 
<laughs> like, Sorry, I, I'm not laughing I, at the killing the baby part. I'm, I'm really just that one-two punch of the logic of if Santa exists, God exists. I mean, you can't have one without the other. Well, you can't have one without the other, but you can't have Santa without God. <laughs> the world, of, the world. We live in an atheist world. However, Santa does exist. So I thought you were like, going to say that Marshall Bowman was struck down by God, which is true. I mean, and also, I think we can. I think we can comfortably say that canonically God exists. The Christian God exists in Secret Life. Not right? the Judeo-Christian God, because Brenda doesn't know what that is. Just the Christian God. <laughs> Brenda literally doesn't know the word the, Jewish. The, so. the, uh, the underscore underscore Christian God exists in this world. And yes, he did He did take Adrian's baby, but it was because question mark question mark question mark and then what she says she says the doctors told me i didn't yeah, do anything she did wrong it. they don't know why this happened <laughs> yeah and but well okay let's fast forward a little bit because i want to talk about our 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 good friend omar and where he fits into adrian's story which is that uh, he doesn't and also yeah it, because i think i think that's the thing about adrian is that there's adrian before the stillbirth and there's adrian after the stillbirth and i think that the point of adrian really shifts after she loses mercy because i don't think that like omar fits into a- adrian's season one through four character arc at all no i wouldn't say he really fits into adrian's season four through five character arc but that's neither here nor there so what what was what exactly did adrian's relationship with omar say about her and about the human condition <laughs> it says that love you can find love anywhere, especially inside of a refrigerator. Especially on the battlefield. That's just, uh, do you think that love can bloom even in a refrigerator? Because Adrian's... what? Okay, the Adrian's relationship with Omar, like, I don't care about how it started. They met, they had a meet-cute, funny refrigerator-stealing scene, whatever. They learned... Okay, they learned everything about themselves. They reached that point very quickly. They talked... Well, here's the great thing about that that I'm just realizing, which is if when you're on a, when you're on the secret life of the American teenager, you are so, you know, uncomplicated. Your life is so boring. Even when you have the things, you're so single faceted that you can just tell a person everything about yourself in one evening. So I actually get why they sort of arrived at that point in their relationship uh-huh. so quickly. Now, <laughs> so Omar, Omar liked that Adrian was jealous and capital C crazy. Yeah, like Adrian was a character who came from a very vulnerable position. Her, you know, she was underprivileged. She was, I mean, allegedly she was underprivileged. <laughs> In theory. In theory, she was, she was, she worked very hard for what she had. She, um, you know, she had undergone, you know, several extreme cases of trauma. Um, and then I guess at the end, it, it all boiled down to what if a person was funny jealous and i i guess the moral is if you're jealous of of uh, when a guy speaks to a girl then you just need to find a guy who's into that right like because I- he she she was jealous and he said good that's great i like it and then he said i can't i can't deal with with how jealous you are i have to leave <laughs> the more and then she, she but stopped. then he comes back and, and then says, she said <laughs> just kidding let's go and she said great you 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 knew you, convinced, you knew you that con- i like it and you convinced me because i didn't want to do it at first i guess that basically the point is that if you have you know if you have a problem if you have mental illness if you've experienced trauma it's not a matter and i think i'm arriving to a a, a very shocking conclusion here that we'll get to as we progress 
that the solution is not to go to therapy or get help. It's to find it's to a boy. It's to do what a boy wants you to do. It's to, well, it's to do what a boy wants you to do, but also that boy better like the things that, you know, he likes that she's jealous and he likes that she likes to start shit for no reason. She think he thinks that's that's a turn on for him. It's uh-huh. a turn on. Oh, I do. For Omar. I do want to put put one thing out. By the way, uh, we're not considering uh, Brenda's interview after the end of the show. No, that's non. That's non. That's that's Secret Life Legends. Yeah, that didn't happen. But uh, Amy or Adrian did go to New York with Omar. We know this, so that's yeah. her. End so point. I guess I guess the moral of Adrian's story is uh, don't have sex. Don't don't be mean to people. But if you're gonna be mean to people, find a guy who likes it. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, like, because Adrian, because to go back to our central question of did this character become happy, Adrian does become happy through <laughs> throwing away what she wants. And also through, yeah, and also through off-screen character development. Because yeah, so d- I'm concerned that that I don't want to do this, but I'm concerned that we're going to come back to the idea that at the end of the day, every character in Secret Life, the the question of whether, whether or not they became happy depends on, did they listen to the man who was telling them what to do? Well, there's one, there's, there's a couple, there's a couple that will, well, we'll get there. Let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Okay. Uh, next character is Alice. And I, we don't need to spend a lot of time on oh, Alice yeah. because she <laughs> because she was a side character. But I I think to go back to the thing that I just said a moment ago, Alice does end up happy well, because, yeah, because she accepts because... Henry's apology on behalf of the United <laughs> States for internment camps yeah. and says, actually, I like that you're in the and, army and now. I Let's love have to, sex again. I love to bone. So that's she, the I end mean, of Alice's that's character. Alice, yeah. Alice learned that sometimes you do need to hand it to the U.S. Armed Forces. They do. They are a global force for good, and sometimes they're they do make good. They're a global force for okay. Uh huh. Um, next, Moving we on. have one Amy Jurgens. Now, this one, I feel like I'm gonna just be sick, sort of looping through the neurons in my head trying to figure this one out. Amy's an interesting case, though, because she does she does end up yeah happy, quote unquote, through doing what she wants but can i please throw out an alternative sort of reading of this uh-huh. that maybe maybe because we never got an answer to that that final you know the sherlock holmes final question yeah is she doing and i'm sorry about this is she doing what ben wants <laughs> because <sighs> because we know that she's writing about him in her fucking e-diary yeah. And I I know what you're thinking and I'm I'm thinking it too which is absolutely not. It was her own decision. That but is, I think that is the that is the unanswerable question because the show never, leaves it open-ended. And Brenda lied about it later because we never find <laughs> out about it. When they had sex three times, much like Ricky and Adrian kissing just to figure out if they had a spark. But I think that, you know, you can come at it two ways. And whether or not Amy did go to, to Hudson for her own sake, which I do believe she did. I think she did. She definitely did. But but could you interpret it as, you know, Ben sort of getting in there, doing some, doing some you know, power of suggestion garbage to really just get that relationship to fall apart? And I want to uh-huh. say no, but I don't know what Brenda believes is my problem. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's why we're here tonight. So, yeah. well, okay, now here's the question, because the overarching story of Amy Jurgens is... This is a girl who disobeyed her father's wishes and had sex in high school before marriage. Yeah. Uh, 
that led to a pregnancy. Yeah. Uh, which led to a lot of difficulty in her life. Yeah. Uh, and I think, hmm. She it's hard, ultimately, isn't it? She ultimately becomes happy, in theory, because we don't we don't know what we're meant to believe. Adrian, we know she's happy. She's smiling, yeah, she clapping, loves, and hand boning at the end. She really was. Amy uh, goes to Hudson and leaves her son behind. So I think she is setting herself up for future happiness. But she's but she's going there's two, to. There's two states that you can be. In the end of Secret Life, the American Teenager, you can be a happy hand boning prospector, or you can be a sad blinking prospector. <laughs> she was sad, she was blinking, and she was panning for gold. Her her uh, her her future prospects make her ah. a prospector. Yeah. So I mean, I'm putting up a big old question mark. You know, much like the end of uh, one of my favorite childhood book series, the series of unfortunate events. The, the, the final state of, of much of our, our favorite characters can be left up to the interpretation of the audience. We don't know what happened with Amy. Brenda def- definitely isn't going to tell us. Did yeah, she? Uh, I'm, I'm honestly having a hard time, uh, trying to work out what we're meant to believe about Amy's story, considering that, like, <sighs> characters that we are supposed to like spend the entirety of seasons Basically one through five, but especially four and five. <laughs> being mean to Amy and telling being her Being very wrong mean she is. to Amy and we're supposed to agree with them. But then and, it kind of just pulls out at the end like, oh, but it actually is good that oh, she's doing Oh, well, you know what? I'm herself. sorry. I'm sorry. Rule, rule of God, rule of, of Marshall, rule of, of the word of the show. We know how Amy ended because Ricky tells us how Amy ended because he tells John that she lived happily ever after. And so will we. So we know... You know, he's reading the secret life, the secret diary of Amy Jurgens in a metal level, and so we know that Amy ends up happy. So that actually is wait, was easy... he reading her e diary? He to was John? reading. He was reading her fucking e diary to John. Wait, wait, wait. If he was reading her e diary, then he, that means tell that us... this was like her doing her famous poetry, uh, <laughs> where she's like, and and she lived happily ever after, and that's wishful thinking. Mmm. This is interesting. I mean, really, though, genuinely, I don't know what we're supposed to believe about Amy Jurgens. Uh, I think I want to. I I do want to give Brenda the benefit of the doubt and say that uh, all Brenda of the Amy of the bashing doubt. was just Brenda being a sadistic piece of shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, we know and, that Brenda hates Shailene Woodley. We know this, right. <laughs> and that I think we are meant to come to the conclusion that Amy makes the right choice by by doing something for herself. Um, Sure. Hmm. But that would tell us that Brenda wants wants the viewers to believe that if you if you do if you're a woman you have sex and you get pregnant in high school, then the best thing for you to do is to be selfish and and well I don't want to say selfish, but I'm I'm saying that from Brenda's point of view, from Brenda's soapbox, to be selfish I and think, leave your, your I think wonderful what we're husband. meant to see this as is her making the best of a bad situation, and the fact of the matter is that she fucked up beyond belief by having sex before marriage against her father's wishes. That she is an unforgivable thing that she did. Yeah. But she deserves she a second is... chance. Okay, yeah, I think we can. I think we can say that love is always, in the words of George Jurgens, love is always lovelier the second time around. And That's right. I think. I think now, you know, second chances might be a theme of the show. Actually, I, this is our this is our sub game, which is I'm going to say a name, and you're going to tell me if you have any idea who the fuck this is. All right, <laughs> Angie. Is that one of Chloe? Is that one of not Chloe? 
Is Angie, Angie one... is Grant's ex-girlfriend. She is mentioned throughout oh! season three by Grant, but not seen until or not to Yeah, oh, she, she was meets the Grace one... when Grant she invites was the her to one dinner was... with them. She was the Grace one who calls was her funny. fat, but yeah. quickly apologizes after Grant Remember? reprimands her. Yeah, it was funny when Grace, a character that we like, said, Oh, you're fat, and it was it was haha. Remember? Awkward. Ooh, uh, quick note, I am on Brenda. the Secret Life Wiki article, and people in the comments are very mad about what the show did to her. So, All right, let's thank you, Secret on. Life Wiki. Thank Next you for your up service. is Anne. <sighs> oh, Anne. Oh, Anne Jurgens. Anne? I think Anne is I mean, one we... of the few characters that I could say is, like, pretty good, mostly from beginning to end. Yeah. Like, she I had feel some like there was some questionable stuff in around the middle where she was, like, not really great to Amy, but I don't think I have much to say about Anne. I, I think mean, I that... don't think Anne really got a story, is the thing. Right, like, Anne, she, Anne's I mean, story is that Brenda realized that but lesbians But I don't think the show focused on her in detail, enough. and I think this is really funny, and I am really kind of showing my whole entire ass here, because we spent the entire show joking about how it's only about the parents, and now we're at this point at the end where I'm trying to remember what happened to Anne, and me saying, like, well, I don't think that Anne really had anything happen to her. Well, I that's mean, the thing, though, is that she got the divorced were such times. a focus of the show, but they didn't really have stories, they just had screen time. <laughs> Damn, you're right. Yeah, Dude, I, you know what? We're yeah. idiots. It's Molly Ringwald, it's Josie Bissett, like, these these actors were like a draw from the beginning. It's probably right. just fucking contract shit and trying to retain adult viewers. For sure, except they really had trouble getting a uh, ringing in Molly n- near the end, I get so... It. <laughs> She probably so, just had better stuff to do. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything to say about Anne. She was pretty good. Thanks, Anne. Yeah, thanks, Anne. Thanks for your service. Antonio. Was that one of the boys? Was that like a boy? That was Adrian's, was that Adrian's first boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's let's move on from there. Oh, no, I, that was just a do you remember. Okay. Ashley Jurgens. Who? <laughs> Enough said. Honestly, like, Ashley, Ashley is one of the biggest, like, holy shit, they had no idea what they were doing so with her. So, Ashley had, like, three maybe no she had like two boyfriends that she was with for a notable amount of time right who she had well she had grant remember that yeah they were well well, i I think i was talking maybe this is in an episode that i remembered that the reason that grant went to grant was because he transferred so he actually and then she broke up and then he was the valedictorian way to to make the best of a bad situation well he's he's number one boy well Um, the school is named after him yeah i was saying he did such a good job that they named it after him so I really think that Ashley, you're right. Like the show had no clue what to do with Ashley and they resigned to just send her away forever. And the yeah. funniest thing about it is that they tried to send her away forever in a way that she would still maintain a presence on the show because she went on her big adventure uh, that lasted uh-huh. like four episodes. And then, uh, yeah, and, and George then, saw the letter and went, no, no. That was, well, that was after she, that was when she went to cooking school. Oh, that was sorry. When she was I, gone. I, yeah, I forgot about her. I, Jesus, I forgot yeah, about she her went road to, trip. She went to Kingman and went to the hotel that, that fucking. Special Hugh, Agent Kingman yeah, stayed special at. Yeah, Special Kingman stayed at with Toby. She, she also was with Thomas and they were too mature for each other already. Yeah, that, that yeah. was nothing. And then she was yeah. Odiad, so. Ashley, yeah, Ashley is really funny to think about because. I just get the feel. I have a theory to offer about Ashley. All right. Go for I it. I think that they uh, didn't count on how bad India Isley would be 
And I think she was just so bad that they had to make her not be a character anymore. Well, it took them, if that's the case, they took, I guess they really just couldn't come up with an out for her fast enough. Right, well, I mean, they, they like, downgraded her basically every season. You're right. And then she like, was I in, think, like... I think probably when they started the show, she was meant to be, like, way more a part of the story. <laughs> she was gonna be a, one of the American teenagers. I mean, she was. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But it's she... just, I don't remember if I talked about this on, on the finale episode, but it's so funny to me. Oh, yeah, because it was in the clip show, where it's like, oh, the phone, it's, the phone's ringing, Ashley, it's probably for you, it's always oh, yeah. for you. It's a lot the of idea friends. that Ashley had any friends in middle school... <laughs> It's one of my seven friends. We're going to have a Twilight Zone marathon. Yeah. We're anyway, we're pretty far into this, but program. that was the A characters, which is most of the important characters. So. Yeah, I mean, we always had issues with that, so. Yeah. So next up is Ben, ben Boykovich. <laughs> now, Ben Boykovich is... Does he end up happy? Well, <laughs> it's... No. A, no, because he doesn't no. get Amy. He doesn't get Amy. And he's not allowed to be happy. That's the weird thing about Ben, though, because I would think... What was... Can you please tell me what the last scene... Was Ben's last scene the, I'll Yoda you? Was that the last time we saw Ben? Yes. Yes. So, did Ben go to Hudson in the end? I don't remember. Yes, he he goes to Hudson. Okay. Ben... Alright, here's the the thing about Ben, and this is pure speculation. Everywhere Ben goes, uh, he went to Hudson for one evening, and people... Uh, sex girls all over the place were just throwing themselves at him. Well, he's him. one of the coolest, hottest guys He's one guys of the coolest, hottest, most eligible guys in school. Just bubbling over with charisma. Bubbling with charisma. He has all the money in the world, and he only wants Amy Jurgens, even though she wants him to fucking die, unless you trust her e-diary, which I don't. So, I guess the question is, like, is, is the moral of Ben's story that you could, that happiness is within your reach if you're, <laughs> if you're rich? And the one thing, and the one thing holding you back is, is, is not letting go. Or is it that Ben is right? He should be holding on to Amy and he should just wait forever, much like the funny dog of Futurama. That's sort of the sad, sad ending of Ben. Blinking prospector. Blink pro, he's, so yeah, Ben is a sad blinking prospector for sure. He's not a happy, (laughs) happy. Two genders. He's, yeah, he's not a happy, uh, ham boning prospector at all. Yeah, um, I think. I mean, I think the thing about Ben's character—it's it, just weird because I would think that the nice guy storyline would be so up Brenda's alley, but like well, Game of Thrones, she decided she had to subvert expectations by having him burned out. I think in the, at the end of the day, Ben's happiness depends on whether or not Amy goes back to him because I don't think that Ben is capable of moving on. No. <laughs> what? Um. See, this is this is throwing a spanner in the works of my my other theory. Um, which I'll get to when we get to maybe the K area of the, of the list. Because, because Ben, in my opinion, his happiness depends solely on whether or not he gets help. Um, yeah. Which he, he won't. Which he Because won't. Ken Fields is the only therapist. Exactly. Um, let's move on because I, I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, Ben, Ben was sort of in and out of I a mean, lot Ben of other... is like Ashley. Like, he just stopped being a character. They ran out of ideas. Yeah, I mean, there was the one He part didn't fucking where... do anything in season five. He... He had an epiphany and then forgot. He got blackmailed in season five. I don't know if you remember that. that <laughs> I, was, I legitimately that was, don't. I have no was... idea what you're talking remember about. Remember when Dylan said, if you don't date me, the police will find out that we were at oh my, my school God. that night? Oh my God. She went sicko mode. She was kind of like a... 
um, Monica.jpg from from Cyber Seduction. She like slammed uh-huh. her head on a table and looked up yeah. evil. So that was that was something. Um, it let's, sure was something. Poor Ben. I, I mean, not not as a person, but as a character. Poor no, he's ben. not. He's very wealthy, actually. So he's not poor. Yeah, that's um, true. So um, let's move on. Next up is Betty, and I don't think we have much to say about Betty. I have two things to say about Betty. Uh-huh. One, it's fucking unbelievable how much Betty was not a part of the Chloe storyline. It's it's like the screaming silence. It's silence so loud that it like hurts my ears and makes like it Tom reaches out to her and is like, "You gotta help her." And Betty's like, "Oh, I don't know if I can, Tom." Wait, she was. And that's wait, the wait, wait, end wait, wait, of wait, Betty. Wait, wait, wait. Are you telling me? Did I for- forget a part where Tom called Betty on the phone to talk about Chloe? Yeah, it was at the hospital after. Um... Interesting. I don't remember that. Now, <laughs> now was it? I think. I think it was when. I think it was when Jack was in the hospital. This is my problem because I have a habit, and whether or not this is a valid habit, um, and I remember when I was listening to unabashed book snobbery. Uh, the great uh, Game of Thrones rewatch. I podcast. just listened to it earlier today. They had a they discussed this before, and I, they had they had a name for it, and I can't remember what it was. Which is that you can look at a piece of media in in two ways. Which is one is the I story- believe you're referring to Watsonian analysis yes. and Doyleian Doy- Doy- analysis. Yes. So Doyle's you can look at the Doy- story from inside yeah. the story with like the characters and you know the, what what the characters in the story are doing. And you can look at it from outside of the story, which is what what is sort of happening on a meta level. And I, by season five, I'm so outside of the story that, like, when I look in, I say, why is Betty not talking to Chloe? I say, it's because they can't get Jennifer Coolidge on the show <laughs> because anymore. Jennifer Coolidge has better things to do. Exactly. That's And why why is Anne not on the show? It's because Molly Ringwald had better things to which, do. So that's, which, that's, goes, which goes into my second note about Betty, which is Jennifer Coolidge was too good for this. For one billion percent. Betty was a shining light on this show. And she was never she she did nothing it, wrong. She was treated like garbage. We needed her and we deserved her, but the show didn't deserve her. The show didn't deserve her. We just us, just us podcasters deserved her. And I'm and our listeners, and I'm allowed to say I deserve nice things and I think we both deserved Betty. I don't know if the viewers of the show who tuned in cuz they liked it Maybe they didn't deserve Betty either, but we deserve <laughs> Betty because we we were on the side of Betty. Uh huh. Next up uh, is uh, I mean, there's nothing to say about about this character, but it's Bob Underwood. <laughs> bad, bad, <laughs> boo. Yeah. Next up is Bristol. Remember Bristol? Well, she was she's the daughter of the the greatest uh, most most attractive <laughs> masked singer star Sarah Palin. <laughs> Starve. There were several masked singers on this show, if you think about it. Oh, so, shit. Rumor Willis yeah, was Rumor on, Willis too, Rumor Willis huh? was on Masked Singer. Um, masked uh, Singer star, Bristol Palin. Not sorry, now the next, her mother. The next characters the... that I want to... I, I'm good. <laughs> the next characters are Brother 1 and Brother 2, and I would love to know if I you can guess. I'm assuming those are Henry's brothers. That's right. It's Henry's brothers. Well, they they were here to show that, that kids love those games, those sort of yeah. bleep-blopping devices. Brother 1 is the brother of Henry, Henry Miller, template, infobox character slash draft. We have two comments on Brother 1. Uh, one person says, hey, that's me. Two years later, another person says, good for you. So <laughs> let's move on from that. That's great. Uh, Brian Callen. 
Now Brian was the one. Now I've I uh, I I gotta tell you, my brain uh, erased Kathy and Ethan instantly. I, dude, I actually like before before we were doing this, I was just like in my mind, like going through characters, and I was like. I feel like I'm forgetting someone. I'm forgetting two people oh, who maybe dominated <laughs> a season. Now, I am genuinely surprised that Brian got a last name. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. I don't think that's canonical. Fair enough. Now, Brian was there. Th- that's it. Uh, he was there. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he sure was. Next up is Bunny. You remember Bunny. Moving yeah, but on. but we love Bunny. Uh, this is, this is, I mean, obviously I want to say the moral of bunnies that if you're, if you're, uh, if you're the main character, you can, you can use your phone at work or never show up, so. (laughs) Uh, next up, obviously you remember Camille, she was in the entire show. She was, (laughs) she was, remember when she was, uh, she told Amy, uh, I'm, I'm over for dinner and is microwaving that lasagna, how was band camp? That do was, you remember who Carrie Costigan is? I do remember Carrie Costigan. I remember the name. I'm working through this right now. Can I have a hint? Because I got the... Oh, yes! 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 That was Grant's mom... Or... Uh, Grant's mom, yeah? Yep. Yeah! She was... And her moral, we remember this very clearly, is that love has no... Love doesn't discriminate, and love has no age. One of the most beautiful, sort of heartfelt themes of the show, which is, you know, and you know, a hundred <laughs> years... Age ain't nothing but a number. Age ain't nothing but a number. A hundred years, a thousand years... It doesn't matter because love the heart wants what it wants. And that's I very have two beautiful. comments here on Carrie Costigan's article. Hey, that's uh, one person, good for you. One person says she a nice lady and feel bad for her being judge about grace and her mom about being married to older man. And that the was next very person sad. says, so are you enjoy being married to your grandpa? Oh, I mean, husband LMAO. So that's that's that. Those are sort of uh, the two two sides of the story. Next um, up. What was the point of Chloe? Now, if we, once again, meta level, season five. There is no Watsonian run... analysis to be done on Chloe. Yeah. Chloe was there to bring in viewers. Yeah. She was there to add juicy drama, and it was and not, bad. And not, I think that's not, all there is to say about speak Chloe. To Betty. She was there, fool her once, shame on you, fool her twice, Joker's the nice. Last, the last two things that Chloe says on the show is that she does epic who I mean whom, and then and she, then she uh, said, uh, makes, makes a joke a about joke. Yeah, very... So... Thanks, Brenda. <laughs> not great from Brenda. Uh, was there oh, and any don't, point- don't ever forget about the nice what if a brother... What if they were so close like brother and sister? What if they did it? That would be epic. Uh... <laughs> Next up is Cindy. I don't think there's anything to say about Cindy, but remember Cindy? That was cool. She was a she was a top tier parent for a very long time, and then I think mm-hmm. she sort of fell off a while. By the way, her actress Paula Turbe, uh, she's like won like uh, Latina acting awards. Like she's a pretty big deal. Apparently, she deserved better. <laughs> I love hearing about all of the like. You know, Oscar nominee Shailene Woodley, who just really <laughs> cut her teeth on this awful TV show. Like, just just a true vacuum of talent. Just a destructive black hole where actors' careers go to die for a few years. Ex- yeah, I mean, except they don't. No, you're right. They they Maybe this is like, this is like a, a gulag where you break your back, break, like, you're just doing hard labor, and then you sort of like, you know, like Jean Valjean, you emerge stronger and, and changed, and you're, you're ready to become the main character of your own life. Speaking of, uh, uh, that character, uh, I, remind me later to send you the very good, uh, Les Miserables YouTube poop that I've been watching every day for the past year. Uh, <laughs> Clementine, remember Clementine? Hey, Sam, it's 2020. You can't just throw the words lame as a Rob YouTube poop at me. You can't just say well, that. Well, I just did. Get me a sun 
Bruno. Uh, remember Clementine? I don't think there's really anything to say what, about that's Clementine. Another, that's she, another, just another absolutely not Watsonian at all. Because this, yeah, once Clementine again, was not if, a character. Clementine was a situation. <laughs> very, maybe a little, maybe a tinge of, of uh, you know, of pseudo misogyny when we say that the the woman who was there to just make uh, be the last temptation of Ricky Underwood was not actually a person on this show, but I'm gonna say it, and I'm sorry if that uh, I'm sorry. She was a it's, plot device. She was a plot device. It's not fair. She was there. She was there to talk about how good Ricky was at baseball. That he had an unprecedented <laughs> no hit season. He was very good. She was. They were and they were like brother and sister. But she was That's in love hot. with him. That's she was so in love cool. with him for so many years. They what were, if they, they date? Wow. Why didn't... <laughs> oh, man. They oh, were cool. friends for six months when they were 12. That's so hot. <laughs> Damn. That's just smoking. Now, this next character is also not much of a character, but I do, I do want to spend a little time on... Remember Daniel? Damn, Daniel. Oh, yeah, Daniel. Grace dated Daniel. They kissed next to um, Photoshopped Jeff Segay, who was making... <laughs> smiling and cat. pointing. Yeah. He was smiling and pointing as uh, as he watched his stepdaughter um, cheat on her boyfriend. What um, does Daniel say about Grace? Or may- maybe we'll come back to this when we get to Grace. I don't know. Sure. Actually, when we get to Grace, we'll probably have forgotten about Daniel, but For that's sure. okay. That's okay, because uh, so did the show. Remember Danny? No. Uh, according to Secret Life Wiki, Danny is the butcher at Boykovich's Butcher Shop in Los Angeles, California. Is he the one who smiles and laughs? I don't think laughs? that's true. Is that Smiley? I guess that's Smiley. Uh, <laughs> next up, uh, who could forget Dave? <laughs> we met, we met Dave. Get out of here, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I so just that want was you to lo- know it has nothing to do with the fact that I'm white. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't remember Dave, that was, that Dave was, was Lauren's Lauren stepdad. stepdad, and he was he was there for two only, scenes. Yeah, he was only there to be. Was, <laughs> fuck Dave. Moving oh, on. Right? No, I want to say one thing. We met Dave, and then remember Lauren's mom immediately left Dave. So that was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, next, of course, David Johnson. We now David. Once again, when you get to the adults of this show, the sort of the story levels kind of go nutty. Unless but, well, it's George. Unless it's George. Now, we learned that David uh, suffered at the hands of ugh, a woman. A great, great deception. Uh, just a yes. tremendous deception. He thought his balls didn't work, which is so sad. It's so That's mean. true. He got owned by his wife. He got owned by his wife, who was cucking him, by the way. And yes. uh, he thought his balls didn't work, but they did. And then, in turn, he robbed George Jurgens, the main character of his beloved and wonderfully talented ninja son, Roborito, uh-huh. to hijack his chakra, his massive reserves of chakra. And that was really sad. Um, beyond that, he bought Amy Jurgens the card that she presumably had for the entire show, and he... He he used hockey skates. It, was, because, it actually wasn't because I'm pretty sure her car changed colors at one well, point. Well, yeah, but that was because this, that was the model that he got her. It was and he also hit hockey skates because uh, only uh, funny gay would <laughs> That's use funny. Uh, figure skates, uh, so that was good. <laughs> I do have one comment to read from David's article, which hey, is, I hope, we get, I hope we get to see Roboruto playing with his little sisters. Uh, yeah, I forgot he had No, some, of course not. He had some Why real... did you think that would happen? <laughs> Why do you think they would expense you that You believed baby? so much in this show that they would ever do anything. What happened to David's genes that Roborto never aged? Um, 
What what did his ex-wife do to him, I guess is my he, question. He was he was working in close proximity to green building materials. Yeah, that those, so he became those... so healthy that he could live forever. <laughs> yeah, his son was eternally an infant. Uh next I... we have David's wife. Don't know why she gets yeah, she... an article. She didn't exist. Oh no, she oh, did yeah. appear in one season, actually. Okay. Uh, one comment on here that says <laughs> What what a horrible duty. What what a beautiful duty, Chew. There's uh, no wife you, as beautiful as Do you remember as this. Debbie? No. Debbie was a Grant High student of You know what's descent. really funny? You know what's really, really funny? Is when you say, do you remember Debbie, I'm rolling the dice in my brain as to whether or not that was an extra adult who appeared or whether that's an extra teenager. And I, when you said Debbie, I said, that must be a teenager. Debbie, Debbie was a Grant High student of Asian descent who attended okay. Adrian's baby shower. Now, we're going to get a lot of these, because I do remember there was a whole plot line about all the girls that didn't want to go to Adrian's baby shower. And we got we got Dee Dee Stone. <laughs> now, she was a stone-cold killer. What do you even say about Dee Dee Stone? Well, she if was you're on a secret the show, life commenter, well, you say sassy bitch. Sassy bitch. She was Madison's number one fan, and she was also had a heart of steel and killed indiscriminately. So that's all we can say about Dee Dee. Uh, we have Don. That was, of course... Yeah, I Kathy's, remember Don. Kathy's, Kathy's ex. Kathy's Donovan. ex. Donovan. I do want to say it was really funny when Don was, like, a really nice, sort of reasonable guy, and then it came out slowly. Oh, yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about that when we yeah. get to Ethan. <laughs> Donovan was, you know, he was funny gay. I remember him saying, oh, well, he loved Fourth of July. So that was just, he was there to prove that Fourth of July is the the gay community's favorite holiday, because they do love America. God bless America. Uh-huh. I'm wearing flag boxers right now, by the way, in honor. <laughs> that sure never came up again. According to Secret Life Wiki, Donovan is a, a very nice gay man, which is true. All He's true. A, also, he works for, he does not get paid for his job, which I uh, always Do- thought was very no, funny. No, he, he does it for fun. Uh, Dr. Ken Fields, what is there to say about now, this except that he here, should have his uh, therapist license this, revoked? This was that special K name I was waiting for, because I think another important, an important plot of a theme, if you will, of the secret life is that you should never get help, never go to therapy, never <laughs> because Ken will make it worse. Now here's 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 some examples. All right, Ricky Underwood, he went to therapy. He said he hated his wife, and look where he ended. He ended up being a sad blinking prospector. Right, Adrian, <laughs> she had lots of problems. She had a lot of trauma. She. I think she might have even went to Ken Fields, but she ended up as, well, I guess she was a happy blinking prospector, but that was because she found a guy who liked her problems and not, uh, wanted to, you know, help her or right. have her get help as, as a better But why did say. she have those problems? Because her therapist was because Ken Fields. Because her therapist was Ken Fields. So, and Ben Boykovich obviously sad blinking prospector, Ken Fields. Um, Jack Pappas, sad blinking prospector, Ken Fields, George Jurgens. Well, he was cranking his hog all the way to the bank, but he was friends with Ken Fields and he rarely went as a client. But when he did, they just sort of sat around and talked about how much they, all of their ex-wives were still their wives constantly. So <laughs> uh-huh. I think at the end of the day, don't go to therapy. Also, remember when Ricky went to therapy in season one and everyone said he was like Jeffrey Dahmer too? Yeah, and he told his therapist how much he likes to jack off. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, yeah. I do have, I do have two comments to read from Ken Field's, uh, article. Uh, and the hey, first one I'm me. going to, I'm gonna make the, I'm gonna make it, I'm just gonna, li- you'll see. It doesn't okay. work. Uh, but it says, if there's something strange in my behavior, <laughs> who I'm gonna, who I'm going to call? Who I'm going to call? Dr. Ken. Dr. Ken. <laughs> and then four years later, another anonymous user says, not funny. <laughs> Not funny. Meet her all wrong. 
Uh, uh, Dr. Wilhelmina Bink is our next character. Now she... Maya Bialik, again, a person who deserved better and went on to bigger and better things. She went on to bigger and better bangs. She went on to bigger and, and better bangs. And by paper, bangs. I mean money. Yeah. Did she deserve... Did, did she deserve better than Big Bang Theory? I don't know, but it sure did her well, so, you know, good, yeah, for, good her. for her. Uh, remember Duncan... <laughs> I do. Now, Duncan was, uh, he was, he was, uh, Lil, Lil JJ. Yeah. He was there to be our first real glimpse of inner city youth with real problems, such as, um, st- statutory rape was uh-huh. one of them. And also, what if a boy was really smart and he did crime as a joke? But also sometimes he did it as, as a real because he was one of the like, now I want to talk about the fact that, that, that now there were probably, you know, there were African American characters that I, you know, people of color on this show that I don't remember. Most of them are criminals. Most of them, there was, there was the pimp's funny friend. And then there was Duncan who sold chocolate bars illegally for his own personal gain and then stole the money very fast off screen. Car. And Jack's car, but he did give it back, so that was good. There was Shauna who, Shauna uh, who, who committed statutory rape. She did it. And then, I mean, and then, you know, there was a- uh, Ken Fields who should be in prison for <laughs> therapist Fields. malpractice. Omar who definitely, definitely dated a high school girl. Mm-hmm. And liked it, and he was also going to be a teacher at the same high school that she went to. But he he did such a great job being falsely <laughs> accused of perversion at school that it went on his record that he did what a What I'm trying job. to say is that the show has a problem with people of color, I think. Little, I think you little, might be right. Brenda Hampton, this ain't... <laughs> don't want to hear the worst sen- sentence that I've ever come up with in my head? This ain't I Hamilton. I don't believe you, but go This ahead. ain't Hamilton, folks. <laughs> okay. Do you like that? How do you feel about that? How we feel? It's feeling? pretty good. Uh, next up is a character again. I don't think we'll have much to say about her. Uh, but Dylan, what is there to say about Dylan? She wasn't a character. She was a situation. She didn't do anything. Well, she, she was she just there to a, be dramatic. Yeah, she was and there make to make Ben's life worse. She was there. Um, I think if you're you're uh, observing on a real uh, meta level, if you even step outside of the Doylean analysis, she was there to tank the show's viewer count and possibly <laughs> get the that. entire. She did a very good job of that. She was maybe even there to get the show canceled. So thank you for your service, Dylan. <laughs> if Dylan hadn't given Ben Boykovich some weed, who knows? We might be talking about season six right now. Uh, so I'm going, is- to, I'm going to stand up and salute Dylan, and I hope you okay. do too. Thank you, Dylan. All right, sitting back. <laughs> Thank now. you, Dylan. Uh, whoa. Okay. Um, next up is Emily Cooperstein, Madison's stepmom, who was very good. She was barely in it. There's nothing to say about her. No, she was uh, fine. Someone did put a racial slur in the comments, so we can move on from That's that. That's great. We love the Secret Life fandom. Ethan, Ethan, what the fuck was the point of Ethan? So Ethan was there <laughs> once again on. I think we can. I think we I can am go, once again asking you why Ethan existed. So I think you know broadly, obviously, season five. We're just trying to get some. <laughs> Sorry, I just read the phrase on Ethan's article: "Foster uncle to John Jurgens." Hmm, that's a fun phrase. So on a broad level, we can definitely say Ethan was put in to add some some blood to the show, get some people watching. Literally do, just to have more characters. But I do the show. think that we can talk about his story because his story was about he was a he was a criminal, he was a pervert, he was did crimes, and then he got out of jail for his crimes, and then he met a girl. We learned that he was actually a victim of that. He was a victim of that. He he met a girl who he liked, whose name um, I don't remember. Her name was Kathy. 
Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about the sex girl. Oh, no. Uh, her name was... Doesn't matter. He met a girl that he liked, and she was... And he was very adamant that he wouldn't have sex with her. He tried so hard to sort of be the best of both worlds between... The worst of both worlds between Ben and Ricky. He was never going to have sex with her, and he also was going to marry her legally a hundred times. And get his balls cut off. He was going to offer his own balls to to Edward, the father, um, who I just realized was... Um, Oh, he was coming up very soon on this list. He, um, and then... Actually, does he have... He doesn't have an article. That's fine. That's fine. I'm glad that brother one and two do. Um, <laughs> so then he got... He... They were dating for a little while, and then he met a sex girl, and he did... He... Hmm. And then he didn't have sex with her, but he said he was going to. He tried to get uh, his parents' permission to subscribe to Nick Magazine and also have sex with the sex girl. And then at the end, he apologized to Kathy and she said, it's your fault that guys watch porn. And then that was the end of it. So that was sort of, <laughs> in a nutshell, what it was about. Well, that was the moral, I think. Yeah, it's it's very difficult to do Watsonian analysis on Ethan, because I think that he is the pinnacle of Brenda just throwing her hands up he, and saying, I don't, I don't know. know. He really is, if we're talking about um, Watsonian analysis, and we we are talking about the wonderful BBC Sherlock, he's kind of the the Moriarty of, uh, of, of Secret Life. He's an unhinged vector he's unpredictable and his his storyline ends abruptly when moriarty just kills himself for no reason just to sort of own the viewers except ethan well ethan does smile like the joker but <laughs> ethan is he we're supposed to like him he's, until he's the, simultaneously, until like the, he's simultaneously the most correct and incorrect person on the show because he was he correct. owns the shit out of don with facts and logic and intuition <laughs> he was, and knew and how to do math. And tells him how big does, his balls are. He was really he got a perfect score in math. And then he met a, you know what? Do you know what Ethan's story is about? It's about how the dangers of sex girls, <laughs> because he was the nicest and most perfect guy in the whole world. And it's, he was. Oh, now hold on. Yeah. You're saying that the moral of Ethan's character is that sex girls pose such a threat to nice young men when the final scene of Ethan is Kathy doing a feminist yes, rant yes. at him about, about yes. how men are threatening to women. Ethan really is stroke man cyber seduction. And I know this isn't fair to some of our non-patrons, but just to, to broadly speak of that movie, that movie is about a horrible shitty little boy named uh, Justin. Was that his name? Justin yeah. Strokeman, and he was Justin Strokeman was a shitty, awful, sucky asshole who sucked, and he was awful in every way. And then one day he met a sex girl named Monica, and then he started looking at internet pornography, and then he became even worse. And the moral of the story is that internet pornography is bad, but it's worse because it was Monica's fault that he started looking at it to begin with. And I think that Ethan kind of fits into that really well, because Ethan was a horrible person, and we were supposed to believe that he was a good person, even though we sucked, just like Justin Strokeman. So the and moral of Ethan's story, you're, you're saying, is that uh, women are victimized because men uh, <laughs> have, have, like, a messed up relationship with sex. But if you really think about it, the reason it's, that that happens is because, because sex of the, girls exist to make them horny. It's because of the, <laughs> they're the, they're the, they're the, the, the cause. Yeah. If they're the sort of the virus <laughs> that is infecting society. And I know I'm sounding like fucking Stefan Molyneux right now. I was going to say Davis Arini, but. I mean, I, <laughs> 
Oh god! No, nobody clipped and this. And the leftist betas. Yeah, the leftist betas. Uh, women are the, the something they come out of the whatever of assholes and the assholes who chose. Yeah, women who chose assholes. So that was <laughs> women come out of assholes. No, it was women. All the oh, it was all the bad people in the world come out of the vaginas of women who chose assholes. Please edit that out. I don't want it on the podcast. Basically, okay. what I'm saying is that <laughs> is that all women are bad, and that's what Brenda Hampton believes. The title of this episode is going to be that quote attributed to Jordan Canning. <laughs> For the love of God, don't do it. I won't. Uh, our next character is Eva Jurgens, George's mom. She seemed all right. Our next character is Fern. Oh, Fern. Oh, Fern? She Fern. was there to not be a therapist. And if she had yeah. been a therapist, things might have gone differently. She seemed pretty funny. Uh, our next character is Frank. Do you remember Frank? No. You might know him better as Tranglin Cleston. <laughs> was Tranglin Cleston, uh, was that David Johnson's dad? No, Tranglin Cleston was Lauren's boyfriend after Jesse. Oh, he was the one who's like, we're going to my tennis club with my parents. Lauren, who exclusively dated fucking football players, despite being a complete nobody. Yeah, well, she knew the main character. Yeah, so um, that's Tranglin. Yeah, Tranglin Cleston. We love him. I'm glad I got one Tranglin more reminder. Night of, away. I'm glad I rem- now I'm reminded of who Tranglin Cleston is. Thank you for your service. Now, this is the big one, okay? All right. Secret Life <laughs> Season 2 episode whatever, the big one. <laughs> George Jurgens. Now he's the he's hero of the show. He's the leader of the bunch. You know him well. He's finally back to kick some tail. He is the Ubermensch. He's the perfect man, and I would say he's the happiest, ham boningest, ham daddingest prospector of them all. He really does have the happiest ending on the now show. Now here's why. Ready? Because we know this show has big divorce energy. We yes, know this. this. Show, this show is divorced. The show is divorced, and George is the only man who realized the truest potential to happiness, which is to get a wife, lose a wife, cheat and, on her, and keep it to yourself, and then get her back. Because that really is the perfect life. And then, you know, buy a restaurant, hide some money. <laughs> Don't um, learn your lesson. Power of suggestion your wife into being gay. Be really mean to your daughter. Thereby becoming absolved. Get, 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 you know, paternally cucked by another man retroactively, even though it made no sense. But then you win a restaurant. You win a restaurant, and as long as you, the viewer, the listener, and I'm, I'm telling you, you know, fellas out there, if you want to be happy, and I know once again, I'm sounding like a horrible misogynist, you just need to date that one woman and find her and then get her back. Yeah. As long as she's not um, a sex girl, stay away from those. That's, I mean, the all that I can really say about George is that I think- He's so funny! If there's one thing that I can conclude about the show, it's that George is the primary antagonist. And the main character. The main character, the protagonist, and also the happiest, ham-boningest prospector of all. <laughs> I, it's really funny because because if you described this show to me, if you told me, you know, gave me five seasons, maybe 
two paragraphs each summary, I would tell you George Jurgens is the primary antagonist. He's the one who's always making the problems. He's the one who's always being a shithead. He's the one who, who all the characters have to go against. And then you watch the show and George Jurgens is the funniest. Everyone says he's the nicest, sweetest man. He deserves that. He des- fucking deserves that first wife. That's what all men want. All men want to undivorce themselves. But you uh-huh. have to, to get you have to get divorced first to be happy. That's step one on your road to happiness is to get a wife and then get divorced. And George achieved that ideal. So we need to have, give him some claps. Thank you, George Jurgens. Thank you for your service. Thank you did for your it. Service. I'm saluting with my feet right now. <laughs> I'm saluting with my dick. Okay. Uh, next up is there's actually two articles. There's an article for Grant and an article for Grant Volberg. Grant Volberg, the future voice of sports. Now, yeah, Grant, 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 uh, Grant again, was a happy, happy blinking prospector or happy uh, hand boning prospector at the end. And why? Because well, he dropped Grace. Because he he avoided he avoided the the bad woman who also right. yeah. I mean, I he's think not much of a character. We can move on to good no. old Griffin. <laughs> now, Griffin. I did, also not a character. Not <laughs> a character. Yeah, he was more of a demographic appeal. I guess. Uh, I will read one comment from Griffin's article, which is, I would have him take care of my manhood all day and night. Just, like, water it and, and, like, give it fertilizer? Like, just Yeah, do you remember Haley? Who? Haley uh, was a character from American Dad, uh, friends with uh, Peter Griffin. Now, my question to you is that how did we go from Grant to Haley without touching the wonderful Grace Bowman? How did that happen? Wait, why is Grace not here? <laughs> <laughs> let's How talk did we about, go from George to Grant? Let's talk about Grace, please. Did someone just forget to put the category character on Grace's article? She's not a character. Um, she's a character. She's a real character. I oh, yeah, there are no category. <laughs> here, let me read the trivia from Grace's article. Uh, during the beginning of the first season, Grace wears traditionally pink and wholesome clothing, but during the course of the show, her Uh-oh. style becomes more dark and edgier. Oh, dark and edgy, and then she, you know, she put on that, that trucker and that fake tattoo, uh, that was sort of the culmination. Next is, she thinks she killed her father since before he boarded a plane to Africa, they had an argument about Grace having sex with Jack, so she had sex with Jack, and the passing of her father has her thinking that God is punishing her by taking away her father. Well, he, he was. I don't know why that's trivia. That's just a... That's just a fact. Yeah. The only episodes where Grace does not appear in are when one door closes and frayed. So apparently there are two episodes Grace isn't in. She is similar to April Kepner in Grey's Anatomy. Did April Kepner kill her dad by having sex? I have no idea. Can we... Grey's Anatomy (laughs) fans... Do not uh, Well, I googled April Kepner, and the first thing I see is religion, Christianity, so I'm going to assume that's what that means. Interesting. So, Grace Bowman, can we... <sighs> the thing about Grace is that I think of all the characters I don't understand, Grace is near the top. I can... think Grace is pretty easy to understand. I think the moral of the story is pretty straightforward. It's that Grace had everything, and then she lost her faith, she lost her way, she had sex, she lost her virginity... She her lost way, her dad. Yeah. She lost her morals. But she, but then she could, here's the thing, because we can say, and you, you said it yourself, that like Grace's relationship with Christianity was buck, buck ass wild because she like became the funniest, craziest Christian of the show in season five 
but then it accounted to nothing because once again God uh, punished her and by taking Jack. And then she prayed to God, who does exist in the show for sure, for a fact that because she Santa would, does that she would do anything to have Jack back, um, including marry him. So God gives her the gift of Jack back, and then she ends up being a happy hand boning prospector, Hetty's happy hand boning prospector house. Because she left Jack, which I, I am fully in support of. I want to, I, you know, I, I mean, I, you know what? I'm sorry. She did not end up being a happy, she ended up being dead because, uh, because, because Dee Dee Stone murdered her. So maybe but, that, but, yeah. but, 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 yes. Think of it this way. Mm-hmm. What was Grace doing with Jack? She was having, she was, she wasn't having sex with him. He wasn't. No, she was. Him. At the end of the show, she was. No, she wasn't. She was dancing. <laughs> Okay, now <laughs> by by the by the end of oh, the, I see. the show, well, Grace she did and have... Jack had become sexually active again, and then she got murdered by an assassin, and then she ends the relationship and becomes celibate once more <laughs> and dances. So the, and hand the, bones. The more the moral of the story is that Jack is the problem, and if you are celibate and not with Jack, yeah, because you're happy. he was a horny sex boy, and the the way Ooh. that she became happy was because let's think of it this way: Why did Grace have sex? Because of Jack. Because, because of, Jack. of Jack. Jack was always the bad guy of wow. Grace's story. Wow! All right, he there tempted we go. her, pulled her away from the light of God. And then, despite everything, he was he was always pretending to be a Christian, but he was a fake Christian. Wow, I never thought about it that way. So Grace it turns becomes out happy by because getting away from out. the guy who keeps tempting her. Because he, so she can we get some, and can we get where some, does she go? Utah to become Utah Mormon. to become Mormon. Can we get some amens in the chat, please? <laughs> Amen, Val, Val, amens, please. All right, moving we're not, on. We're not continuing until you type. Yeah, and you have send to type. You have amen. to say the word amen. Thank right. you. <laughs> uh, okay, Who's next? So, Who's so Grace, Grace is uh, with God now. She died. Uh, <laughs> Haley, if you don't remember, was the weird sex girl who was at like yeah, I know Ben's she was staying. Party. Yeah, she was like staying on the floor with Peter and Griffin or something. Yeah, something that was like weird. That. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, good old Heather. Who? Remember Heather? She was there to... Sh- I mean, she had a very clear point I of the love, show. There's one comment here that is so good on on Heather's article that just says, Hello, this is terrible. <laughs> well, she was there. And this is, you know, one of the easy... This is sort of an easy meatball for me, is that we know why Heather was there. She was there because Amy got so much support and had such an easy time having her baby that Brenda needed to put a character on to say that it's not always easy. In case any viewers had any... Uh, any bad ideas about what they should be doing with their, you know, life, and if they want to get teen pregnant, because it's so I have a easy. comment. Sure. Uh, Did you write says, this, or is, it, is this your comment, or is this a, oh, this is a fan comment, I thought you just had So, a, uh, just to set this up, someone says, why didn't they keep her as a character on the show? Her story was way more interesting than Amy's. Uh, we have a response, three years later, by an anonymous user, which <laughs> Brenda says, Hampton. You guys should realize this show is dedicated to the fools slash Rainy fans. Is it Heather though? Was, Heather was proof that some guys are just horrible. Ricky would have been the same way, but like everything good that happened for both Amy slash Adrian, Ben intervened. Oh, Ben. Rainy fans didn't like that. They didn't like her character proving that Ben was a good man. Heather went to him, not Ricky, and she showed she had no interest in him. I, I think forgot. It's weird how they I forgot. You know, I straight up forgot that Heather was going to try to have sex with Ben. I then forgot Heather goes about up that. to Ben and says, hey, I heard you like pregnant girls. I forgot about that. Man, I just remember. Right. 
I think it's rude how they treated her character, but it is typical of Brenda Hampton to do that. John Snyder, India Isley, Jessica Biel <laughs> was not on the show. Jessica Biel, Shailene Woodley have all admitted that she caters to the popular fan base instead of adding realism to her writing. It wasn't In real, real life, enough. There are few to little happy endings. Yeah. <laughs> few to few little. Few to little. And she refuses to admit that, which no. is why all the pretty characters ended so well. I and doubt that it will happen that way for many of the Raimi fans. <laughs> sorry, Raimi fans. Sorry if this hurts your feelings. Jessica Beale. Who was that supposed to be? Jessica Beale. You all know Jessica. Jessica Beale was not on this show. Jessica Beale. Uh, who's after? Was, who's she, after? was she in Seventh Heaven? Oh, she. Okay. Uh, Jessica Beale was on Seventh Heaven for uh, 136 see. episodes. All right. We've solved the mystery of Jessica Beale. Okay. I didn't know that. Who, who comes after Heather? Uh, that would be Hetty the second, Kathy's baby. Nothing, nothing there. And then Hetty, just, the, uh, just a cute little baby. J- and then Hetty the holiday helper, who, uh, who maybe, maybe Hetty who have holiday hole. She has holiday hole. She has infinite funds. Oh no, it was the award winning mayor who was funding that. And she also has magical donkey summoning abilities from the grave. <laughs> we don't need to talk about the donkey. Yes, we do. But next up is Henry Miller. Well, he's there to show that. The, the troops, you know, they're not perfect, but they're doing their best. And sometimes desperate times call for desperate measures. I think we can all agree that Henry uh, is a hero. And he's an American he's, hero. He's, he's a he's fighting happy, robot. He's Mega Man. <laughs> he's a happy, hand-boning, push-up-doing, body-building troop who we must all support. He's going to make the ultimate sacrifice. He is going to die overseas. That is an important fact that we need to know is that Henry will not survive his tour of which duty. Is, which is good and heroic. And we it's like heroic it. and Alice will uh, dream of him always. Um, and she will... Will she remarry after Henry yes. dies? Well, yes. Let's well, move on. Well, no, because because <laughs> because the greatest thing in the world is for Henry for Alice to divorce Henry by him dying, and then the ghost of Henry coming back to sort of you know ah um, like in the Sims in the Sims to remarry a- and achieve his ultimate happiness and dance on the dance floor at the club. <laughs> she don't want a man, man. She just wants a ghost on the dance. Let's floor. Let's move on. Sure, Jack Pappas, <laughs> villain, bad. Criminal. A challenging character, because I think, unt- until tonight, actually, as we were talking through this, I've always thought that we were supposed to like Jack. No, he's, yeah, you think about it again, me. I think that he's supposed to be a bad guy. God sent a pimp to kill him for pretending to be Christian uh, Tim Tebow. Yeah, what? I think that Jack is, is supposed to be, like, the source of problems. I don't think that, I don't think the show wants us to believe that, but the text does. Yeah. Because it's all true. And God did send that pimp. Um, yeah, but Jack yeah. Jack uh, gets his just desserts, By which getting... is that he marries Madison, <laughs> the ultimate the ultimate act of suffering. Uh, now this is this is just a hey remember remember this remember Jacob. Oh, I'm I'm Jacob. I'm from Australia, except I'm not. Hello, I'm from South Zimbabwe. I'm from South Zimbabwe. I'm from South Africa. That's where I'm from. My dad, I, he did I the noisiest the, act. Uh, Jacob, Jacob is another character. There was no point to him besides, like, drama. Yeah. What the I'm, fuck? Remember when I'm Jacob su- was friends with Ethan? Uh, yeah, I'm also surprised that Jacob was never like, Oh, Grace, you're so pretty. I really, I really think you're the prettiest girl I've ever met. Oh, God. It will like brother and I, sister. I actually am surprised that that never happened. I know we're, we're related by blood, but I'm, I'm really struggling with my accent, but I think you're so pretty. Uh, next we have Jason. I don't think there's anything to say about Jason. No, he, he was barely there. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, um, good old Jason. Now there's two articles, one for Jeff Tsege and one for <laughs> Jeff Tsuge. Tsuge! <laughs> Jeff Amazing. <laughs> Jeff Sugoi. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Sugoi. No, that's like, you know, some some in some of our, our beloved animes, the, the characters will say Sugoi as Suge. And I think that's that's sort of Brenda's acknowledging that that beloved now, Japanese his, dialect. His his info box on his article does say uh, that he is located in Kenya and South Africa. That's really confusing. That those places are very far apart. Those places are very far apart. Can I can I offer a counterpoint? Yeah. No, he isn't. <laughs> He's not. He's in another place that is not even close to where those other places are. Hey Sam, where are you? Are you in Canada or are you in Chile? Um, I'm. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, basically yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Jeff Sugoi is there. Jeff Sugoi. <laughs> I can't believe we made it through the entire show and never made a joke about Jeff Sugoi until now. Um, that Jeff Sugoi was there to prove that love has no age limit. <laughs> love can be between an older woman and a younger man. A younger woman and an older man, especially. That one's really nice. Um, a brother and a sister. A cousin. All those things. And also, what if a conservative and a, a Democrat... A, a Democrat <laughs> can and a they Republican, make it work in can, the big city? Can they- <laughs> uh, next we have Jesse. I don't think there's anything to say about Jesse well, he except was for- try- The greatest pickup line of all time was what he was there for. <laughs> hey, hey, thanks for having sex with me. Oh, wait, you didn't, but I was hoping you would. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, the, I would say the, the biggest thing about Jesse is that I'm mad that we never got to see his bird say Obama. That was just, I mean, Brenda couldn't afford it. Yeah. They, they really tried, but they could only get him to say- <laughs> they, had, they had someone standing by with a bird that could say Obama, but she just couldn't, she, yeah. she couldn't get the money together. If they make season six, the bird would have said, I'm with her. I'm with her! Um, I'm with her! Remember Jimmy Nash? Well, of course I remember Jimmy Nash, and I remember his uh, his dad, and he was the pimento hero. He was... Now, you, we out here, there's Ramey Shippers. There's Bamey Shippers. I'm a Jamie Shipper. I think if uh-huh. Amy had her normie, cheese-loving boyfriend, they would have been the happiest together. He would have grabbed a pizza with John. They would have slammed a slice. Hell Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, he found out that she used condoms. Now, I want to throw out a counter theory, because... On one, on the one hand, first of all, uh, I do remember that their their storyline ended with her reconciling with him, and him saying, um, "Oh, I didn't know you didn't want to have sex with me, and it was just to be safe. Um, I'd be happy to talk to you, get a pizza with John, and then he never appeared again." I do remember that. But the thing I want to I want to throw out there is that Jimmy was disappointed in Amy Jerkins because she lives in Secret Life Universe, and, and she had saying, one condom, and she had one condom, and we know one thing you got to know about condoms. Is that they is, make you pregnant. Is that they, he was saying, Amy, you already have a superstar Amy, son named you're trying John. Amy, you're trying to make me get you pregnant? <laughs> Amy, why do you not love John? I love this little guy. He's so cute in his costume, and he slams a hundred pieces of pizza with me. Why would you try to have another one of these little dudes? I love John. So <laughs> he's I'm great. A, Jamie, he's great. Jamie is the only ship. And I'm well, glad that Amy uh, went to Hudson because in my fan fiction, this first day at Hudson, Pimento? Pimento? They're going to turn around, they're going to meet, and they're going to fall in love. And what Brenda has to say about after the end of the show is not true. That's what I have man, to say about Jimmy. Man, I hope so. Me too. Uh, they deserve each other. Next up, Joe. Oh, Joe. He was there. He was the gambling boogeyman. 
I, you know, I wish that Joe had been on the show more because, like, as as much of a clown as Joe was, and as much as everything involving him was so stupid, he had the funny Nevada license plate. He which was, was a character. He was such a weird, like, unknown of the show. He was such a like, like, yes, he was making bets on whether or not Grace's father would. Can we can we play a game real quick? Can we sure. just play a, a, a saw game? Um, but not really. Okay. Can we just pretend that Joe was in the oh. rest of the? Can we just pretend that Joe was in the rest of the show and and make up some hijinks that he would have gotten into later in the Man, show? I wish I wish that you had said that sooner because I did already cut off all my skin. Damn it! So like, what would Joe? Do you think? I mean, Hold obviously, on, here, let me let me put it back on. Yeah. Okay. Gross. So like, definitely, do you think Amy and Ricky will get married? What are the? I also I want to say that Brenda also forgot what Joe was. Because he, he started out as, like, I'm the man who knows how to get things. I can get all sorts of contraband, fake essays, etc. He was going to save up. Do you think Joe was saving up for a motorcycle so he could date a pink lady? But, oh, um, hell yeah. He sure was. Um, But also, then he turned into the gambling boogeyman. And, you know, he, he sort of... <laughs> He sort of, he was, boogeyman. he was the gambling boogeyman and you're not going anywhere, whatever the l- lyric is. I got that wrong. So, so like if definitely what are the odds that Ricky and Amy are going to get married? I've got bets going down on that. He would have made a lot of money on that, but what is he selling? What is he offering? Do you think that maybe he sold, uh, Ethan the answers to his test so he could be a genius boy? That sounds man. About right. The idea, like nothing, would make me sadder than finding out that Joe canonically was still at school and interacting with the characters off screen. Yeah, we didn't see him. Season like, five was so fucking boring. <laughs> I know. Season five sucked. I remember when you were like, "Oh, I can't wait for you to watch season five. And then I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be so stupid." And then nothing happened. It was so boring. Yeah. And do uh, you have it? What What do you What do you want Joe to get up to in season five? I hmm. I want Joe to break the fourth wall in season five. Do you think that Joe is the reason that Ricky's the valedictorian? <laughs> I mean, Ricky was canonically buying essays from him in season one, so <laughs> I don't see why fact. he would have stopped. Now, there's two things about this, um, and I want to keep moving on because we are getting, we're, we are going long here. One is that Joe is the valedictorian if this is the case because he's the one who's responsible. the shadow valedictorian yeah, the shadow valedictorian and that also means that adrian didn't like she got robbed but also there was a person smarter than her anyway well so. adrian the thing about adrian is that she was away from school for a little while mm-hmm. uh and when she came back joe was no longer a character <laughs> that's so sad <laughs> so she couldn't buy essays anymore wasn't joe on seventh heaven also i don't know no, I don't think so. I think he would have been a little babby at the time. Uh, here's a, here's a challenge mode one. Do you remember who Jonathan is? Jonathan. I remember someone named Jonathan. Was he, was Jonathan one of Anne's? No, he was, he was John Mayer. Oh yeah, he was Jonathan and Sonia. John Mayer. Yeah, he adopted the award, Hetty. The award uh, winning mayor. Is, of course, the classic man of Josh Nash. Josh Nash. We love Josh Nash. He was forwarding all those emails. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what else there. I don't know what there is Sam, to say about Josh we're, Nash. We're, we're brothers. Except, we're brothers. Can we yes. quickly do a? Can we quickly just do a remember when of Josh Nash's story? I, I just want to. I want to play another game, which is um, imagine if I just for, like like I just forwarded an email that was just like, dude, nice. Check this out. <laughs> we had a date. And we did it. Dude, I <laughs> no. kissed your ex-girlfriend. I kissed your and ex-girlfriend. And here's where she is right now. <laughs> She's shopping at 11 at night. I'm on my way. <laughs> 
Josh Nash was an absolute freak. One of the best. <laughs> Next real, up, real one. He gave birth to my favorite boy. Next up, who could forget Car Lady Carmichael? Now, she was a criminal. She was a criminal big time. She, <laughs> I remember when we, we were making jokes about, wow, the sex girls, they're getting so old. Can we afford someone who looks maybe a little more like Ricky's age? And then Brenda really ran with that in a way that I didn't expect her to, which is that, oh, she was extremely old and it was extremely bad. There's someone in the comments here mm-hmm. who is typing in a lot of bold text mm-hmm. uh, saying that that they think that Ricky should have gotten HIV from Carly and given it to someone else to see how the fans would react. The Secret Life fans have a lot of ideas. I'm not going to say <laughs> Secret Life fans have a lot of That's all I've got. Don't, the, I, I don't want to, let's just move on. Let's, all I want to say one more thing, which is that Carlady Carmichael was Toby's, uh, sister or something. Some oh my like god, that. I forgot. Uh, Caitlin O'Malley. Well, she was a, a villain of the show. Shame on her. She was, honestly, against all odds, the worst counselor they had. I'm, I miss single delicious counselor Mark Molina. And by here's, the way, here's the ranking. Okay, worst yeah. to best: O'Malley, Mark Molina. No, Bink, O'Malley, Bink, Molina, Coachler. I think Bink is maybe better than Molina, but kind of everything is Molina's fault. I mean, okay, well, Molina is responsible for for Bamey, s- sort of in a really gross and weird way. Molina also did help Adrian find her father, which is bad, but which like- Which made everything did, worse. He didn't know it though. He was trying to help out one of his students. And I, I think, I think you have yeah, to- Yeah, in a way that. that he shouldn't have been helping. He shouldn't have been helping, but he was trying to do something. He I also- I mean, he was being blackmailed. He was, oh, I forgot, never mind. I forgot he was being blackmailed. Um, but Bink did Bink's trick. And she also did the mother-daughter dance, which was very funny. And she also is the only time that the Holocaust was mentioned on the show. If you don't count the time that Ben said something about Hitler in season one. Right. Um, uh, and then Coach Lore And just... then best, obviously, is Coach Lore. But how do you, are you saying only is his tenure as, as counselor? Oh, he was, he was the best counselor. He was, <laughs> he did some he shit He was not later. a good coach or person. Yeah. Uh... Let's see, who else we got? Oh, Kathy. Oh, good old Kathy. I feel like a lot of what we have to say about Kathy was kind of tied up in Ethan. I do want to talk about her relationship with Braddy and Caddy, because it was sort of an unknown for the entire show. And um, I'm still I'm still fucking pissed that she didn't get more with Chloe. Yeah, like, if was, Chloe had to be on the show and Kathy had to be on the show, Chloe and Kathy could have been really good. But instead we had to listen to Ben say, oh, what, what if what if we what if? But Can I would just imagine? want to say the other thing they could have done with Chloe is made a story, or not Chloe, Kathy. I mean, maybe Chloe. I don't know, because because this show really never dealt with like bullying, which is a huge part of being a teenager. That the show just is like I don't know, we're not going to talk. About <laughs> yeah, that. maybe for a pussy like you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the show is for Chad's only. Kathy was being bullied by people who were so-called friends of hers, and the show never fucking dealt with it. They never had a scene where- No, it was good. It was good. She made friends. She made friends. They were being mean to her before they were friends with her, and then after, and while they were friends with her. And then she said, Chloe, Braddy and Caddy aren't my friends anymore. Uh, Francine and fucking Georgina. And, uh, and then they just never spoke again. And I just think it's funny that this was the only time a character is being bullied- and it just never meant, meant mattered. But they did watch a birth mother cringe compilation. That was pretty cool. That was pretty uh, funny. We've we've also got Kathleen. I think the big thing with Kathleen is that she ends up she ends up hamboning through the saddest 
life of all time. Are you sure about that? Are you sure her life is the saddest life of all time? I mean, I guess yes, her husband... because well, here's Kathleen's life, okay? Well, no, 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 no. Well, okay, you say, and then I'll, I'll counter for you. Okay, here's Kathleen's life. Uh-huh. She lives in an oppressive extremist religion... Swamp cult. Swamp cult. Swamp cult childhood. She is so, like, sexually repressed that she marries the first guy that she thinks she might have a chance of having sex with him. So she'll have sex uh, with him. Yeah, they he treats have her like she. He treats her like a servant, prompting he her. He treats to- her like a servant, which like causes her to have fucking childhood flashbacks to how horribly her family treated her. And then she had sex so with she the freaks CEO out and of a and sock company and has an affair. She gets divorced. Okay, well that's that's she, step one on the path to happiness, Sam. So, <laughs> I mean, I can't argue with the fact that divorcing George was good. True. She uh, meets. She found God. Marshall she starts Bowman. a new family. Okay. And then Things she lost well. God when Marshall Bowman husband was incinerated. She marries Hello? a new you guy. There? I'm here. Thought we were going to get through it, huh? Can you can you hear hey, me? Hey, there we are. Thought we'd get through it, but uh she mar- she marries a new guy. Everything's mm-hmm. going well, and then he uh says, "I'm going to go to Africa to celebrate your ex-husband exploding." <laughs> and she says, "Well, I don't want to do that." And he says, "Fuck you" and leaves. Uh-huh. She then is the she remarries the guy who treated her like shit. Well, she well no because okay. Here's the thing. Two and things. she forgives now, him. He says that he hasn't learned anything. He's like, uh, did you? What, I, what did it? Socks? What? Now two things. Number one, did you? I, I the audio did cut out. Did you forget to mention the part where she retroactively finds out that her nice husband was cheating on her the entire time? Oh, I forgot about that. Because because that could be interpreted two ways, which is, once again, more deceit, more lies, more heartbreak. But also, it was so nice of him not to tell her. And that was just such an, a nice thing. But also, she did divorce Jeff. And she did sort of spiritually divorce Marshall when he died. And that's three times the chances to get to the ultimate happiness. Because we do know from Henry that you can't achieve ultimate re-divorce, undivorce happiness when you're dead. So, I think Kathleen... Yeah, she had a troubled childhood, but she was really just sort of playing four-dimensional chess and setting herself up and to have the maximum chances at a successful, happy, ultimate joy of remarrying your divorce uh, by, be- by becoming subservient to George Jurgens. Maybe the maybe the real answer is that you can only be happy if you're George Jurgens. <laughs> the key to happiness is making George happy. No, the key to happiness is being born as George Jurgens on the secret life of the American teenager. <laughs> the secret happiness action is being George. <laughs> hope we got any. Uh, hope we got some figure it out fans in the audience here tonight. Oh, I'm sure we do. Uh, next is Lauren, but I think we can take Lauren and Madison. Uh, together. Uh, do you know, I've been this entire time dreading having to talk about Madison and Lauren, and I really wish that I had just one free skip so I don't have to, because I don't want to talk about them. Lauren and Madison become happy through uh, being mean to Amy, Amy poorly and then abandoning her in her time of need. Yeah, but Madison moves to need. Well, sorry, that's not that's legend. But but yeah, never mind. Sorry about that, folks. Forgot about the legends. <laughs> Leo Boykovich. Well, he's happy. He's a happy. Mm? Is he a happy hand-boning prospect? Well, I guess he gets his beautiful off-screen wife who is there the whole time. But he also <laughs> has his horrible garbage son. So he's – and he's all Yoda you. So maybe he's sort of a, a neutral milk hotel. He's a neutral Yoda. Neutral meat hotel. He's a neutral meat hotel. 
He's rich and married to his beautiful, always there wife. No, we spent no, 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 minutes no. on Adrian and no, every no, no, character no. after no, that. No, no, is no, like, no, eh, no, no, no. Bad. We learned something. We learned something in the final episode, which is that Leo is a sad blinking prospector because if he was a happy hand boning prospector, he would be remarried, undivorced to his dead wife. Oh, that's right. So once again, the road to happiness is to get back together with the first person you fell in love with, even if they're dead. And then so. he probably would have divorced her, which made, would have made it better because he would be sad about it. <laughs> All right, moving on. Leon. He had a lot Pretty of money. Pretty good. Happy. He had a lot of shadow children. Uh, next is category LGBT characters. All right. So we got Anne. We've got Willa, Willa Dean. Uh, yeah, here, a- here's the game. Can you can you name every LGBT character I on sure the show? I sure can. I sure as hell can. Amy Jerkins. Adrian nope. Lee. Grace nope. Bowman. No. Nope. Just kidding. We got Anne. We got Willie Dean. We got Nora. We got, I, I just thought, remembered that Nora exists. We've got, um, <laughs> we've got Leon. We got Donovan. We got Peter Griffin. And I want to say that there was another, like, unnamed boy character that P- Griffin flirted with at some point, but. No. Okay. Well, those are all of them then. You're missing, you're missing two according to this. One according to me. <laughs> um, oh, there's also the French lady that Anne meets. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Nora's girlfriend. Oh yeah, what was her name? It was uh it was Ollie. Ollie. Ollie Ollie. But you're also forgetting according to Secret Life Wiki, you're forgetting Janie. Now who's that? Well, Janie is Omar and Dante's sister. No, she's a she doesn't exist. Do you remember Omar's mom says like, "Oh, uh Grace, you should date Omar's uh oh, sister. Yeah. She's gay." Oh yeah, Grace is Yeah, well that's funny cuz Grace is not on that list. Well, I mean she wasn't. No, I know. Man, I was, I was, yeah. I was net correct. We'll say that. <laughs> also, also listed in category LGBT characters is category characters. So I guess they were all gay. They were all, well, I mean, you know, fan fiction, anything can happen. <laughs> um, let's see. Lisa. Nope. Oh, Lisa. Wait. Lisa was a Grant High student of Eastern Indian descent who attended Adrian's baby shower. Why Apparently, does all whoever, of the people? Why did all of whoever Adrian's made baby the shower? articles for the characters at Adrian's baby shower was very concerned about their race? <laughs> <laughs> very nice, excellent. Uh, next on. is list of the Secret Life of the American Teenager characters. We then have Mac. Do you remember who Mac was? Now, I remember who Max was, but I don't remember who Mac was. Mac was the old man with teen hair. Oh, yeah, he was. So that was the one that Adrian cheated on. And Yeah, she said, she said, Ricky, I want a commitment while she, she was giving, giving Mac a handy. <laughs> At the same time. And he was there. Uh, then there's uh, Madison. We already got her. Mark Molina. He was, he just wanted a pizza. He, oh, you know what? We did learn something about Mark Molina, which was that he was in a miserable, sad marriage and he hated it. Which, That's do you know true. what, do you know what I'm thinking is that he's on step one of the path to happiness. Didn't he become a cop? Did he become a, no, I don't, I, that doesn't sound right to me. He went to the beach. Remember that. <laughs> okay. That's all I got for I don't, you. I don't think he became a cop. I think he went to the beach. Yeah, there's two, there's two states in one's life. You can either become a cop or you can go to the beach. Either way, Mark Molina was in a miserable, unhappy marriage with a woman. I think maybe his wife was a cop. I don't know. But she was like very possessive and crazy. But he's going to divorce her and they're going to get back together potentially. And he'll be the happiest person alive as long as he becomes (laughs) George Jurgens. That's right. Uh, next we have Margaret Shaker. (laughs) You know, I thought you were referring to both of them for a second. Lest, I lest you forget, his last ca- name was Shakur, yeah. and they called him Shaker. Shaker, and his real name is Sanjay. And that's yeah, right. Okay, 
Margaret was very good for like three seasons, maybe. Holy Four. shit. Yeah. I'm sorry. The comments on this fucking wiki are out of out of control. Someone called Margaret, and I'm so sorry. Someone called Margaret a self-centered, condescending whore from hell. What? Okay. I'm not gonna sit out here and pretend that I liked season five Margaret or anything that she did in season five. She had a good ass run on this show. I am she going did. To, she had a great run on the show, and we love her actress, and we love her work on the hit TV show Lost. That was so yes. good. Yes, L. Scott Caldwell. Keep up the great work. Keep it up. You. I really, I really like Legends her. Only. I don't understand Legends why only. this person hates Margaret Legend, so Legends Scott Caldwell. She says, ask your parents permission before you have sex, and also buy a subscription to Nick Magazine. Your brain will thank right. you. Um, moving on. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, who could forget... Maria Mancini. Maria Mancini. Maria Mancini. Maria. Enough said. Enough said. Every fucking character has one person in the comments who is mostly typing in all caps. <laughs> do you think that? No, I was gonna say. Do you think maybe uh, Maria and Ben get together in Secret Life Legends? No, I don't think she. Exists Our father anymore. is getting along very well. Our fonts are gonna come very well. Uh, this is, this is gonna be hard mode. Who is Maritza? Maritza, man. Marita Mancini. Um, I refuse to believe that Maritza is a real character. This is a, this is one of those characters that we found out about in the post, uh, show that <laughs> was made up by another person to, like, give Ben a, give Ben a happy ending or something. Allegedly, allegedly, Maritza is Kathy's grandma's name. Oh, that, that sounds, that, that makes sense to me. I believe that Fair somewhere enough. in the credits. She was, she was good. She was great. She was nice. She made delicious uh, taquitos or something. Yeah. She was only uh, there to facilitate showing delicious Mexican food. <laughs> that was basically <laughs> Do you have any fucking for. idea who Mark is? I actually think I do remember who Mark Hashtag is. Hashtag find Mark. Is there a page for Mark? Can I give yes. a guess? I want to say that Mark was the character that Ashley made out with in the Jurgens driveway one time. You are correct. Fuck yes. I am the champion. I win. There you go. All right. Uh, Confirmed. Marsha. I remember that name. Fuck, who is Marsha? Oh my well, god. Well, add two L's and you get Adonai. <laughs> Marsha probably was at the fucking baby <laughs> shower. She Let's... was a character of, of Hispanic descent at Adrian's- Oh, now this is interesting. Okay. Marsha was a Grant High student who attended Adrian's baby shower. It doesn't say what her race was. You'll never guess what color her skin is. Is she white? <laughs> She's white. It says she is of default race. Marsha Marcia was a Grant High student of normal descent. No, of standard default descent. Oh, this fucking wiki. Dr. Marshall Bowman. Well, he's one of the greatest men. I named you Marshall George Canning, my son, (laughs) after after the the two greatest men I ever (laughs) met. After the greatest men I ever knew. One achieved nirvana, perfect happiness, and one did the most noble act of all, which, as we know, is having a secret family, but never telling your wife about it. Thank you for your service. Let's can let's get some more amens in the I chat. Have one, I have really, one. Don't really. Don't that I want to read from his article, uh, which is uh, someone asks, uh, "What happened when he died? I, he wasn't buried." A person replies, "No, he was scattered in the golf course. He he was cream. <laughs> he was creamed. He, he was cream meated. <laughs> he was turned into creamed meat." <laughs> oh, Moving God. on. 
uh, Max. You you remember Max? You mentioned yeah. He Max was there. Earlier. He was there for sexy incest. Brenda loves it <laughs> for, for sexy fake incest. Yeah. Uh, and who could forget Mercedes? <laughs> we love Mercedes. Great support conversations. I don't fucking know anything about Fire Emblem. That's fine. Uh, Mercy Boykovich gets an article. Now that's interesting. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. Uh, Mike, do you remember Mike? I know who Mike, Mike is. Mike is uh, was what I thought Henry's name was for episode one. <laughs> we did think, yeah. Remember they were Mike and Malice. Yeah, Malice, maybe Alice. Uh, maybe who is, Mike and maybe who is, Alice. Who is Mike? Tell me more about this Mike. Mike is the Boykovich's limo driver. Oh yeah, Mike the driver, Mike the, the robot, fixer. the fixer. Do you remember the end? The end of Mike. The conclusion of Mike's life was that he goes with Betty to yeah. Idaho yeah, when her to... mom is pretending to be dying. Yeah, and, to protect and her. Betty's and Betty's we... sisters want to fuck him. And then Mike is gone. So well, we can assume a... that he married them. He's a literal sex machine because he's a robot. Robot. All right. But also a literal human butler. Why did we why did we uh why did we say that Mike was a Who knows? robot? I don't remember. Hey, hey, what about Mimsy? Well, she is fine. She's actually she's the first. Fine. She's the first person. This is a miracle. Amen's in the chat. Um, the first person to cure Alzheimer's, which is amazing. Um, thank you, thank you so much, Eugene Levy, for your service. You saved her. You probably are an excellent doctor. Um, I I was actually I was talking about Secret Life with our mom uh, uh-huh. recently, and uh, this this was when we were in town. Uh-huh. Uh, and I was telling her, I just, I don't remember why this came up, but I mentioned the thing about Mimsy marrying a guy named Eugene Levy. And Lauren was, was like, wait, I thought that, I thought that the guy was played by Eugene Levy. I didn't understand why you're making such a big deal about <laughs> no. that. His name was Eugene, it was Eugene Levy. The character's Levy. name was Eugene Levy. It was actually Eugene Levy, but it was spelled the same way. And pronounced the same way. Yeah, no, it was. I want to get this across. It was. They did say Levy, but that might have been the actors just being like, Brenda, Brenda, we can't fucking say that. He's Are you Levy. sure? I thought it was Levy. No, it was Levy. I remember it was Eugene. Levy. I don't believe you. It, uh, no, because it was up, okay. The true, the truest villain of the show, John. Obviously, Jurgens. it's Moose. <laughs> he was wasting. We love our cops. And we love our military. Now, and the okay, 911 yeah. dispatchers are not cops. No, I know, I know, I know. But I'm saying that when Moose says, there's a robbery going on in my house, send and cops, he does. which he always does, then we're wasting our wonderful law enforcement's time. Now, I will say, in reality, yes, 911 dispatchers work a very difficult job and a very necessary job, and I'm sure that their lives are very difficult, and I don't want a dog, a fucking stupid, worthless trash dog awful dog worst dog ever and i love dogs wasting this is becoming this bad whitey the secret life comments tour this is the one of the wildest things i've ever seen in a someone create a wife for moose so one person says lol that dog cracked me up remind me of my (laughs) old dog that die frowny face he died on 911 another anonymous user two years later comes in and says oh boy and i i am so sorry for this Every time you read a Secret Life comment, you have to apologize because of the horrible language contained within. Yeah, well, here we go. Haha, your dog dipshit died. I'm glad it died. You don't know proper grammar, bitch. It's died. Not fucking die, you fucking whore. I'm sure you let your dog fuck you. Oh my god. (laughs) What is wrong with these people? I know, I know, I know. A person replies to that, by the way. 
Hey, yes. STFU, man, she lost a dog. You're so cruel. You obviously don't know how it feels. Man, people like you just fuck me off. If the purge was real, I would hunt you down and kill you. Man, it's people like you online that are sucking me. <laughs> They're all sucking me off. What the fuck did you just fucking forget say every, about Forget me? everything else. I'm just going to go article to article and read the comments. We can make that a, a bonus episode one day. Let's oh move on. God. We have a lot of characters left, I think. Yeah, Morgan. Oh, he was posing. He was sort of Marshall Light. He was fine. He, he wanted to be Marshall so bad. Moving on. <laughs> Mr. Pappas. Mr. Pappas is Jack Pappas' yeah. dad, but he died. His <laughs> he name is unknown. He left his son Boo Boo Gun, and that's a sin, <laughs> and I'm glad he's in hell for it. Mrs. Smith. Uh, she, uh, she was an assassin. And I think her husband was also an assassin, that they didn't know it about each other. That they I don't know assassins. why this article is titled Mrs. Smith when the character is Victoria. Who? Kathleen's mom. Oh, yeah, she died. Who cares? Uh, Mrs. Chat. Tracy. Damn, we never got a name for Lauren's mom. No, we didn't. That's fine. Um, I think she... that's the only, like, pa- like, character's parent that we never got a first name. She uh, left Dave. Goodbye. Uh, Nora... Uh, Nora, Nora was pretty bad. Nora was a net bad for the show. She had, she had an arc that was, I mean, she was, you know, she was a, uh, an addict. She got help. She was in an abusive marriage. She had, she was another person who had a horrible life. We got all of Ricky's like. Yeah, but she loved ho- it because she was so high at the I time. I know. Well, I was saying that like Ricky gave all of his hard boiled, edgy, like grimy, dirty detective stories about like, like all that horrible. We played mumbly pig. Or, no, that was Ethan who said that. Um, but then Nora, yeah, you what, know, one of two people who's yeah, who, abusive who parent through knives through around. Knives. Anyways, she, uh, she, you know, was an addict. She got clean. She was an alcoholic. She was in Al- Alcoholics Anonymous with all of her uh, lesbian friends. That was very funny. And then um, she was a terrible friend and a bad person. And then person. she was a terrible friend and a bad person, which, which I just, I love when the show does this. It's like a character who, you know, has a really bad life, has a very in- interesting and dare I say inspirational story. You know, <laughs> she could have. Uh, Brenda said no. Brenda said that she wanted her son to get teen marriage so bad. Um, Moving on. There's Ollie. We don't need to talk about Ollie. We already know who Ollie is. Now, Omar, I've got a little information on Omar. Sure. Hit me. So according to Secret Life Wiki, his name is Omar Shingez. (laughs) Okay. His aliases are Daniel and Raven, possibly. Aliases? Don't know what that means. (laughs) Allies. (laughs) <laughs> maybe maybe it's supposed to be that thinks it G- says allies G- but G- it says alias. Melanie. it's antonio stella bottom tile what what omar shingez omar shingez <laughs> that sounds like that's like a real trembling question <laughs> it's like a fan was like what is omar's last name omar shingez oh my god the holy shit i'm not gonna read any of the comments i uh, imagine they're horrific they i'm not even reading them they are just the longest comments i've ever s- oh my god i'll have to go you know gruesomely peep at those later please go to se- listeners go to secretlife.fandom.com slash wiki slash omar and just scroll down to the comments and see how fucking long they are okay moving on uh peter oh peter peter Peter, Peter, hey. Um, all I have to say is secret life funny moments. Moving on. That's pretty funny. <laughs> now, we're we're back to a real character. Who? It's Ricky Underwood. Oh yeah, I forgot about him. 
Well, he was a big puddle of mud. I really wish that we hadn't, we didn't have to wait till an hour and 48 minutes to get to Ricky Underwood, but I actually had something I wanted to talk about, and I think this is an absolutely perfect place to put it. I have a, a little game theory about okay. Secret Life of the American Teenager. I've told you about it before. I think that the reason, and we, you know, we, we, we could sit here all day and talk about Ricky, I think, and how we thought he was going to be good for a very long time. But I want to talk about the reason I think Amy and Ricky didn't end up together. Because at the end of the day, there was a nugget of goodness in, not in Ricky himself, but in his storyline. And I think, Mm -hmm. especially in that puddle of mud ending sequence, we see all of Ricky's best moments. And I was thinking about some of the other ones, you know, he like had that doll that he was like learning how to change diapers with. And he, he had all these nice moments, right? And I think there's a version of the show where Amy and Ricky end up happy together for the Raimi fans for the, just for a little treat to the fans. And here's what I think went wrong. All right. Uh huh. Amy and Ricky got together in, I want to say season three, they that moved sounds in, right. moved in together season four. And the question is what's next? Because the problem with, I think if Brenda had not had them move in so early, and this is not as on the terms of like a couple thing, this is on terms of a story writing thing. If Amy and Ricky had waited till marriage, till marriage, then the whole show wouldn't have happened. But if Amy and Ricky had not gotten together so early, if Amy had been with, let's say, Jimmy Nash and then gotten married and legally teen married and had another kid. But in real real life, if Amy had, you know, been with Ben or whatever or not been with anyone who, who gives a shit, waited till maybe season, I want to say late season four to really just get with Ricky, stick with Ricky, maybe even move mm-hmm. in with Ricky later. They would have had a happy ending. But because they got together so early, what are they going to do? Just get married and be happy for the entirety of season five, whatever. That's not drama. There's no <laughs> drama there. There's nothing interesting there for the juicy drama teens. We right. have to, they have to have married divorce arguments all the time because what else? Like there's nothing interesting about a happy couple, um, according to Brenda. And that's why I think I, that's why uh, here's how Raimi can still happen in 2020. That's my thesis on the show. I think that they, I think that Brenda jumped into Raimi too quickly. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, you know what they could have done? Just like how Raimi had sex before marriage. Yeah, Raimi had sex before marriage. You know when, like, Amy and Ricky, like, or Ricky went to, to, uh, Amy in New York and they had that nice scene? That should have mm-hmm. been, like, the start of the longest game. That should have uh-huh. been, like, one thing and then it should have been a slow burn for, like, four or five seasons. Because I'm not- Yeah, like, here- if they, if what had happened was- they become friends and they say, hey, let's we're in this together. Let's be John's parents. Let's be friends and let's get along. And then it starts developing from there. Because because for better or for worse, if we ignore season five and fucking four or whatever, the Ricky we there was good Ricky at times. We had some good Ricky. We knew that Ricky could theoretically have been good, and then he was like, Amy, don't get in my way physically. I'm gonna go to the driving range and imagine that all the golf balls are, are all the women who've hurt me in my life. And it's just like, okay, Ricky, fuck you. You suck. But I think, I think if they had waited till marriage, <laughs> can't stop saying that. If they had taken more time with it, they could have actually had a good Ricky. And I also think that I laugh my whole ass to the bank every time I think about when you said there will be a point on the show where Ricky becomes good and it will last for the rest of the show. I thought it was great that he was reading a bedtime story to John. That was, yeah, that was your last impression was, oh, he was such a good dad. <laughs> he was reading, he was reading a book. That's he was so reading cool. Amy's e-diary. I don't read a book. 
anything else to say about Ricky? Yeah, I have some trivia about Ricky from the from the uh, from the wiki from, uh-huh. from Ricky Wiki. Wikipedia. They should have called. They should have called Secret Life Wiki Wikipedia. I was on Animal Crossing Wiki earlier, and it's called Nookiepedia, which I really don't think is that's okay. bad. That's uh, a wiki of all the funny sex acts. Here's some trivia. Like okay, sure. I'm gonna skip a lot of these because a lot of these are very boring. It is shown in the first episode that Ricky pays Joe Hampton to do some of his assignments for him. Yeah, With this he... information, it can be determined that Ricky did not deserve the governor's award or to be valedictorian. For sure, cheater, liar, bastard. Fuck him. He took something uh, that he didn't deserve. Ricky seems to be one of the weaker, emotionally-based male characters on the show, <laughs> despite the hardcore exterior he tries to project to others. This makes him be more sensitive because he cries a lot during the series. <laughs> he, uh, okay. He sure. claims that he is friends with Ben Boykovich, but it is shown that their friendship is really a rivalry in which Ricky <laughs> continues to show Ben he is better than him at everything. <laughs> He makes a statement to Ben in season one, claiming that, quote, he would have his father, Amy, and the baby on his side before he could say pork chop. <laughs> Claims to be Ben's friend. Gets Leo on your side anyway. This rivalry has gone on from not only Amy and Adrian, but also so he could have the better relationship and the better kid. It also extended to Ben's father and Boykovich company in general. However, Ben has made it clear he does not want his, to run his father's company. Ricky wants to run the company, but will most likely no, drive doesn't. it into the ground. <laughs> what, is the, what, is the, what is the trivia in that? Where's the proof? The trivia is, fuck Ricky. Fuck Ricky. I'm a ba- I mean, I mean, we got all those Bamey fans out there, and you know they're editing the wiki, so. Who else do we got? Uh, we got Robert. Roberto? Yeah. <laughs> a little typo here. <laughs> That's really strange. Um, he was a- he was an ageless baby. He had the nine-tailed dragon. Oh, actually, I don't know if, what- what's going on inside Roberto's little- little tummy. Or Boruto's tummy, I should say. <laughs> I wanna say, for, I believe- uh, one person, I, I think our boss, our, uh, our mutual boss that I will, uh, from, from the bagel, mm-hmm. I believe he once told me that, that Boruto, which I can't say without laughing, that Boruto's- Oh, wait, sorry. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about the boss whose last name starts with an S? Yeah. Oh, he was never my boss. You're, 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 I guess not your boss. I was getting, he was, I guess, he was our assistant manager. That's true. Yeah. Our, 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 I thought our, you were talking about the one who sucks. No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about our, our other mutual, uh, assistant manager once told me that Boruto, I do not know why I'm talking about Boruto so much, but he, but I'm committed to this now. Yeah, you do. That his ability has something to do with the fusion of Naruto's nine tailed fox abilities and also Hinata's Baku, or <laughs> Bakugan. Great. Her, her Byakugan, whatever it's All called. right, enjoy All that, right. everyone. Don't at me, I don't give a shit. Naruto's nine-tailed fox powers and Hinata's Beyblade. <laughs> her, 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 her little spheres that turn into dudes that I always yes. thought were cool, but never wanted to play the game. Uh, there's also Robert Scott, which is uh, Anne's dad, I guess. Whatever. Ruben! <laughs> I'm not gonna let you! Well, I want to say one thing about Ruben, which is, uh, or I want to say one thing about, uh, he is a great boss fight, no cybernetic augmentations, but he's a b- beautiful, noble warrior. For anyone great... who doesn't know, Ruben's actor, uh, Philip Anthony Rodriguez, I believe is his name, voices Jetstream Sam in Metal Gear Rising. Jetstream Sam is worth more to me than one billion Rubens ever would be. Well, I mean, Jetstream Sam is cool and good. <laughs> if you took all of the cool and nice things that Ruben did, which are... He probably, like, made Adrian some dinner one time. 
Um, that would not, a billion of those wouldn't equal one Jetstream Sam. Uh, he, he sucks. He's a shithead. I hate him. He was bad. Can you tell me about Jetstream Sam's sword? It's very cool. It's red, I want to say. And I think only he can use it until the very end, but that's kind of him coming in clutch in the final boss, if I want to- Damn! Sorry, I just googled Philip Anthony Rodriguez and uh, saw a picture of him with his shirt off. Ooh, let me see, I want to get a little taste of This guy's fucking- Is he ripped. shredded? It, this I guy is that, hot. I've heard that Philip Anthony Rodriguez has a- has a- has an 8-pack. I heard he's shredded. This is- this is a hot man. This is a hot man who plays a- a very powerful A very bad person. (laughs) And also the greatest, uh, the greatest cyber- uh, cyborg ninja since Gray Fox. We have an article that is titled Ruben's Son. Moving on. Moving on. Hello? Hello? There you go. Hi. Do you know what's really funny? Can I say a really funny story, which is that, uh, of my life just now was was that you were like, man, Philip Anthony Rodriguez is hot. And I'm like, I'd love to see what Jetstream Sam's voice actor looks like, even though I forgot that I watched the TV show with (laughs) him on it. Um, damn, he's kind of got his dick out there. A little bit. (laughs) I mean, not really. He's just wearing, he's just just, in his underwear. He's just got a whole hog. He is wearing gloves. I don't know why. Uh, we have an article for Ruben's son. Oh, yeah. Is this... That's... Is that not Max? It's Max. He he is the son of Ruben Enriquez and one of Ruben's wives. We see... Cindy states... uh Cindy states that Ruben got married and began a second family when Adrian was six months old, but it's unclear if this means his son was born when Adrian was six months older, if Ruben's wife merely got pregnant when Adrian was that age. At some point, they separated and Ruben told Adrian that he lives with his mother in Mexico. Great. Oh, look at Ruben. Ruben Ruben's actor getting married. Very nice. Handsome man. (laughs) Great. I hope they're happy. Reverend Stone. (laughs) Uh, He was, uh, he was, he loved Monty Python. He seemed really good at first. He was real. he was like the most reasonable, like, depiction of a, of a good, like a good Christian. Like, he He had became very unhelpful in season five. Remember in season one, he talked a lot about, like, you know, it's not, it's not bad if you have sex before you're married, whatever. Like, right. He was like the cool pastor. He was just the cool pastor. done everything. He turns his chair backwards and, and, you know, he says, let's rap. And then he does. And it's cool. Right. He's, he's the priest with a cool gun. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, his dad had the cool gun he he's the priest with two shredded guns he was very two guns bitch (laughs) Uh, Um, then there's there's shaker shaker very disappointingly was barely a character yeah he was he was basically margaret but dumber (laughs) he was margaret but he was willing to have his entire family drive out to no that was margaret who wanted her family to drive from new york to la man that was something we have an article for Sarah Helen Boykovich. Uh, she's she's Ben's mom. Yeah, R.I.P. Uh, Sean to a real one. Johnson? Hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> Fuck yeah! She jerked. She was like, Sean Johnson. Sean Johnson showed she... up on the show, and her entire character was. Uh, apparently fucked Ricky and then jacks off a lot. She loves to jerk it. She's jerking it all the time. And she also is an Olympic gold medalist, Sean Johnson. And that's true. That's a fact of the show. So that's good. Uh, one person in the comments here says that Darren Kagasoff can't act. And when he tries to be sad, he looks like he's having a tough time, quote, pushing out a really big sticky turd. (laughs) Just a huge one. Moving on. One person says, I think she was on suit life on deck. That's a that's that sweet life madman crossover, I think. Uh we did talk about Shauna. She should be in prison. I don't think there's anything else yeah. to say about her. Yeah. Uh Sonia. 
she was uh she was uh she had some sort of uh pure and wholesome job and i don't remember she, she was the adoptive mother of hetty yeah i know and i'm saying she was she was one half of the world's greatest power couple oh yeah she had like a she was like award-winning mayor and then petting like, zoo for underprivileged yeah petting zoo for underprivileged mothers and also we give money to all the sick and poor yeah. next up is stanley stanley Stanley, I, I, I fucking s- remember Stanley. I want to say Stanley had some affiliation with Adrian. Nope. I no clue. Do you remember when Madison worked at for the funny food court? Oh, he was he was the pervert. He was the adult pervert. He was her boss at I think like fucking a hot dog, hot dog on a hut. stick or something. Yeah. And he was like thirty years old and in high school and divorced. And he wanted that, to that that sure went nowhere, which is good. Yeah, I'm glad. Thank you, Brenda, for real to not do that. That was good. Well, who's next? Uh, Tammy. Tammy was really uh. Yeah, she was there. That kind of went nowhere. No. Yeah. Anything else? I don't else? think we have anything to say no. about Tammy. Uh, next up is Thomas. Wonderful man. H bomber guy. Great video. <laughs> I liked when you uh axed through the wall. You raised all that money for mermaids. Very cool. That was Excellent. really funny. Thank you for your service, uh, sir uh toby 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 he uh after ashley went to italy he uh was very sad he cried and hugged george and he then cried and hugged forever. george he did which have is good sex. he did have sex with ashley that is important. and car lady was his stepsister and he went on a cross-country adventure and lived with ashley in her grandma his grandma's house for many weeks and it just man remember happen. what that was when ashley i forgot that ashley was homeschooled oh yeah and that was that was her that season was her three storyline her getting study buddy they yeah. said yeah you have to have another homeschooling friend and uh just an absolute smoke show um, what a stupid show it's a really bad show uh tom oh man tom tom was, was bad tom was so bad and it's just not I fair feel like he, i feel like he was like pretty sweet early on like maybe I think, like he was, he was like really supportive of Grace in like very early in like season, season one, episode one through like six, and then he just yeah. they just made him so mean. Like and really early on, he was just like the protective older brother. You know, I realized that we're on a letter T, and we heard nothing of Milton and Rachel. <laughs> eh. All right, eh. yeah, whatever. Ronald, Bonald, Milton, Rachel. Love to hear it. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's awful. Milton was. Like, I do want to say Milton was the man who uh, walked up to a uh, young adult with Down syndrome and said, "Ha ha! I'm glad that I got your mailroom job that you couldn't get. I'm a former yeah. business executive <laughs> who got like busted for insider trading or something." I think if there's anything to say about Tom, it's that Brenda Hampton should not be allowed to write a show about a girl with autism. She definitely should and be, I hope and I that, hope that she pilot never, does. never goes anywhere, because boy, did she do a horrible job with Tom. With Tom, yeah. <laughs> and Tammy. We had two characters with Down Syndrome on the show, and they were both incredibly mean, horrible people. <laughs> What's wrong with you, Brenda? Moving like, on, I'm feeling my bones <laughs> disintegrate at the length of this recording, by the way. We have twin one and twin two. Sure. I hope they kissed. That would have been really awesome. Well, they were babies. Oh, okay. Quote, unquote, twin one is one of the biological twin daughters of David Johnson. She and her twin sister only appeared once throughout the series in Half Over. Her name is unknown. <laughs> That's so sad. Who's Thanks. next? 
Uh, we got, of course, good old Vic Volberg, the voice, voice of, sports. of sports. We've already discussed what his story is yeah, about. Yeah, he taught stage. us that that it's good to. Fairy uh, tales can come true. We have Victoria Smith. Is this a different article? Yes, yeah, there about- are two articles for Kathleen's mom. Great, great. Uh, Virginia Molina. She was Mark's cop wife. I want to say, and she is step one on his path. No, to no, happiness. no, 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 no. It says here she made her husband quit the police force because she thought it was too dangerous, which is the most evil thing that you can do. <laughs> That's so sad. He could have been a cop. Yeah, no, could've I'm pretty been... sure that he says before he leaves, he's like, I'm going back to the academy or something. That's so sad. Could have been a cop. Thank yeah. you for your service, Officer Molina. Uh, Wendy. Wendy, she had pink hair and she didn't smoke weed. Which is Wendy good. was Wendy was the coolest character on the show. Yeah, she was awesome. Uh, except uh, she we didn't we didn't have an article for Raven, but Raven does Raven exist. Raven Satan. She uh, had sex with Jack. Remember when well. Raven was having sex with Jack to get information? One of the worst things that anyone could that ever went do nowhere. Was Apparently, she was Jack. played by the same actress as Susie Crabgrass on Ned's Declassified. Very nice. Uh, School Survival. She, she deserves better. Also, yes. Uh, Willa Dean, uh, uh, criminal, <laughs> a really bad person. Bad person bad yeah dumped Anne and then had sex with Anne's best friend in in Anne's house in Anne's house uh as Anne was in the process of evicting her f- her friend uh and last but not least oh, no. i think one of the most important characters on the show despite not being really around much z can only be for zoe oh zoe who's zoe oh you don't remember zoe Give me, uh, as Ricky would say, refresh my memory. Well, let's just say that she is very closely related to Ricky. Not through blood. Was she, (laughs) damn, that would have been so sexy. Was she one of the sex girls? She was the sex girl. Oh, she was the original sex girl. She was the proto-sex girl. She was the sex girl of Prime, Alpha Sex. That all other sex girls were molded from. Yeah. (laughs) She forged the one sex girl ring to rule rule them all. Can I say, mm-hmm. I wish we had more of Zoe. <laughs> she really was the Melkor of sex girls locked in the vault of time for all eternity, only to emerge upon the end of days. Like, there were so few characters on the show. Like, there were, like, all of the high school characters were, like, main characters or supporting characters. There were, like, three tertiary characters, and they showed up twice and then never again. It's a I wish thing. we had more of Zoe. I wish we had more of fucking Lindsay from the funny Just Say Me episode. <laughs> Lindsay Parsons the third. Lindsay was a queen. Can Let we just Lindsay fold herself up into a famous human pretzel? <laughs> Our listeners who don't listen to the Patreon don't know about that, unfortunately. Oh yeah, I found Lindsay. So Lindsay was the girl who was like, "You're out of tag." <laughs> I'm a Christian, uh, and I you're... found yeah. I found her actress's like resume online, and one of and the things one of says... her skills was famous human pretzel. <laughs> and Brenda never showed it to us. She was the best coward. We stand our Christian queen. We love her. All I right. mean, that's all the characters, according to the wiki. I think somewhere in there we've learned what Brenda Hampton actually believes. It's that don't I have sex I think we really went school. off topic. I think we forgot what the point of this was, was, but I had a good time. Did you have a good time? Yeah, let's just real quickly. Don't have sex in high school. Um, yeah. Date guys that like you for all your problems. Listen like to you your for, dad, George. Listen to your dad, George. Never go to therapy, especially if your therapist is played by uh, Ghostbuster. If you're a man, cheat on your wife and get divorced. And then remarry her later. 
That's yeah. all of it. And that's and also age has age incest is sexy and age nice. Age ain't nothing but a number. Age ain't nothing but a number. So if you live you your life, you want to say that again? What was the other thing you said? Incest is sexy and very nice, and you can clip that and then make it your ringtone. Oh, okay, um, I thought you said the other thing. Hmm. What? In- incest is. Oh, incest is. <laughs> not saying that one. Not tricking me into saying that one. Incest, incest is. is bit- yeah, you say it. I see. With, actually, Sam, what, I don't remember how that phrase is. Can you uh, can you finish that one for me? Incest is with oh Winchester, illegal. Winchester, Winchester. Like the two boys, Sam and Dean kiss. What if they touched feet and kissed in my fan Shut fiction? Up. And it would be called Win. <laughs> it called Winchest. <laughs> Winchest. I'm sorry. This has called- really gone off the rails. It would be called Winchest. Do you see what happens when we think about Secret Life? It really rot. My brain was doing like I we were trapped we were doing inside. great at the start of the episode. I don't know who I am anymore. <laughs> I don't know who I. Am. I don't know who I am anymore. <laughs> anyway, watch Little Dancing Man. We have <laughs> yes. A- go go on YouTube <laughs> and search Little Dancing Man. Tim and Eric. Let's do real quickly. Let's do our two questions. Oh right. Real quickly, we have one. From an anonymous, I'll get to the the one from Roy after. Um, anonymous says, "I can't believe Brenda Kage Kira is the one who killed Raimi. Time for her and Killer Keith to get dragged to hell by a crowd of spectral feet." Um, <laughs> Sam, don't electrocute me, but that is a uh, the spectral feet is is Highway Star. Um, not the thing. Yeah. Anyway, that aside, what song <laughs> would you rather have had Molly Ringwald cover for the opening? See. Hmm. Th- she, I'm going to I'm going to reopen this very briefly. The opening is not a cover of "Let's Fall in Love." It's a completely different song, different lyrics, and Sorry, different. You're melody. cutting out. I can't hear you. Okay. <laughs> um, I think it would be really funny if Molly Ringwald did a cover of a Weird Al song. <laughs> Which one? All of them. You want you you think that the theme song of this show should be should Molly Ringwald Weird Al Polka, a medley of Weird Al songs? No, 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 no. I think. It should be um it should be a full compilation of every song he's ever written. Okay. You want the you want the oh, the theme song for Secret Life to be the, the complete weird Al Yankovic discography. discography. Yes. That's pretty long. As sung by say. Molly Ringwald. Well they'd speed it up real fast. It'd be it'd be um Weird Al, but every time he parodies a song it it speeds up by five hundred percent. I think we can all agree. That Anne Jurgens was a genius in France. She sure was. Because she <laughs> kissed. What if what if the show took place in Albuquerque? <laughs> I think I think George was constantly telling Amy, everything you know is wrong. <laughs> I never knew for my entire childhood that that was supposed to be a, a They Might Be Giant song. Uh-huh. Yeah. Good stuff. Ben Boykovich didn't work at a hardware store. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. When I when I watched the show and then I and then there's that scene where Ashley's watching Star Wars and she says, "Ah, the saga begins." <laughs> Anyways, um here's one from Cloud Recess Pod and it says, "This might be a good question for the postmortem. Uh sorry boys if you're running 2 hours long, but um feel free to save it for then if you think it'd be quote unquote good. I wanted to send in a short funny ask about how Sloat is a show about punishment." But then I started thinking, and now I'm on my way to writing an entire paper about that. My thesis is that this show is uh, that is that 
This is a show that posits that young people must receive punishment, but I'm not sure why, and I don't know why. That's because I'm not just thinking in a, or, okay. Let me try that again. <sighs> this is, a, this one is, is, is a difficult read because I don't have my glasses on. My thesis is that this is a show that posits that young people must receive punishment, but I'm not sure why, and I don't know if that's because I'm not just not thinking enough LMAO or because Brenda herself doesn't know. Care to indulge me? Roy. See, I think it's funny because I think a lot of the show is about sort of punishment on a parental or cosmic level from God. I would say cosmic. Like, God punishes Amy for everything but she also, does. Amy, but also people punish Amy for being a teen mom and have, like, George punishes Amy. Right, because Amy. God tells them to. Because God, yeah, because they get a message because from God. Because George is a prophet. Because George is the only, and that's why he ends up happy, is because all prophets end up happy. Now, I think it's interesting, um, that every character does receive punishment. However, every, most characters also end up being happy hand-boning prospectors. Mm-hmm. Like, like Amy gets punished throughout the whole show, but she's oh yeah, I forgot that was what the point of this. Episode she's handboning all be. all the way. <laughs> Real question: Does Tom end up happy? <laughs> um, she's handboning all all the way to the airport. Um, Ricky gets well, he doesn't get punished, and he he's sad and blinking at the end, so that's good. Um, Adrian gets punished, but she's handboning all the way also to the same airplane that Amy's on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ben, um gets punished when his baby dies but he uh which he milks for way too long and then he gets punished by being forced to love amy forever and he's handboating all the way to the hudson university will or he hey, remember when buffer. amy had a funny episode about her funny wedding dress no i don't remember that i don't that recall sure that never went anywhere no well ricky uh whatever you want darling my opinion on the wedding doesn't matter and i just love my wife that i hate oh man so that's what I think. Um, what do you think? I agree. My bones are falling out. We've been going for so long, and I just here. Let me free. let me wrap this up with one final comment. Sure. This is from the article titled "Shaker," not to be confused with the article titled "Sanjay Shakur." Why wasn't he in the show more? I think Good. Ricky was prejudiced, and that is why he latched on to Leo's tit. He wanted a white father. I feel like this is not the first post that we've read about someone's Leo. Uh, that oh yeah, there was a post about someone sucking at Leo's tit. There was a bunch of posts. We read that in the finale. Remember, the Secret Life fandom is pretty small. It's probably all the same person. Honestly, hey, can I tell you by the way? I I've yeah. spent a lot of time on the wiki recently, just okay. studying it on a meta level. Yeah, there are a lot of articles that are candidates for deletion, and basically all of them uh, have been made candidates by the same user. Hmm. Um. And I found a, a discussion page uh, where one of the people who created a, 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 an article for, like, a fan character that they made. Uh-huh. And the the person who nominated it for deletion, uh, on, on their, like, user talk page, the person who made that article was like, Hey, you're, you can't take my article down. It clearly says that it's a fan character, and, and fuck you, and blah, blah, blah. And the person who nominates all these articles for deletion or flags them all for deletion replied along the lines of like, Hey man, like there's no admins on this wiki. I'm just fucking doing my best. Like I'm just flagging it so we can like retain a semblance of dignity. Like it's not going to go down. Don't be mad at me. Just shut up. (laughs) Oh my God. That's so sad. I want to fucking interview the person person who makes all of the like sad attempts at administrating this wiki. I don't. <laughs> How are they doing? I they need therapy, but not from Ken Fields. Um, <laughs> well, so does and everyone. With, and with that, I think we're gonna call it. 
It's been a yes. wild ride. It's been a grip. I guess we'll do our uh our our take it to the close. Yes. Uh uh favorite and least favorite characters. No. Uh you can find us on Twitter at Jurgenit, uh Jurgenit dot fuck. <laughs> Not there anymore. Nope. Uh I am at Posy Stress. Jordan is at Bradipus Rex. Uh we have a Discord where you can chat with us. Uh we've we're still still using the damn thing. I've been running a uh bracket for fucking I guess March Madness of Jurgenit titles because I am a dick. Uh just trying to see what people think the best title is. Yeah. I thought it was to drive a big crane. Apparently, I'm wrong. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> also, while we're talking, sorry. Shout out to Roy for bringing back name of the year. Go online. Go on Twitter. Go on P God Discord. Look at Roy's name of the year bracket. It's good. Just appreciate. People don't know it. what P God Discord is. Just kidding. Everyone who listens to this probably knows what P God Discord is. Probably. Um, uh, I sorry for a brief moment. I was working under the delusion that anyone who listens to this might not know uh, what P God is. That we might just have our own fans and not be leeching off of other other people's. We're fans. just leeches, anyway. Uh, <laughs> and if you want to join us for leeching, uh, you can join our Discord. Uh, the links on all of our episode posts. We have a Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/jurgenit. The podcast is not over. The Patreon is still running. The content is still a coming. We've got uh, some High bonus content still in the pipes. Yep. Uh, I, I want to do a wiki comment episode now for for Patreon. Huh? I want to do a wiki comment episode for Patreon. Ooh, I I like this, but I think I may have. Uh, We've got <laughs> it's I a well, have... it's a font of gold of gold for us. We'll see. Uh, we can't promise that because I don't know if I've already read all the good comments. Uh, but one dollar gets you access to all of our bonus content: secret diary of Ashley Jurgens reading, circle jerk episodes. Uh, fan fiction readings, uh, the Grant High School Exchange program. We still got a couple of those in the pipes. Uh, $5 gets you a shout out in the podcast, as well as you can send in a message in Ben Voice, ASMR optional. Mandatory. Uh, <laughs> God. $10 gets you all of that, plus an incredibly special role that allows you to listen in on our recordings live, Discord role, I should say. Um, and we will yell at you to type amen in the chat, and you will have to scramble to take your phone out of your pocket, uh, to get us to continue with the podcast. Uh, thank you to Val, who has stuck around for all of this. Jesus Christ, this has been a long recording. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, thank you to all of our uh, 10 and $5 subscribers. Valerie W., Destry Hawk, H. Cabe, Colby, Dr. B. Dandy, Tasty Sea Sponge, and Alexander Grass Dragon Corbett. We thank you for your service. Without all of you, thank you for your service. And we're hosted on Noisepace.xyz, the home of podcasts such as... Podcasting is forbidden in the cloud recesses. Henry Kissinger is Pokemon going to die. City girls make do. The island shuffle. Radish. Ham steak. Giants confirmed. Oh, the Giants confirmed. Giants confirmed just did a cross episode with this might be a podcast. Give it a listen. And Ah. if you click over on the friend of the network tab, you'll find a cheeky little podcast called Like a Podcast. It's a podcast about Yakuza, the Yakuza series of video games, hosted by yours truly and friend of the show, Argyle. We're on episode two right now, and you can join join us as we play through Yakuza 0, my favorite game of all time. I have nothing but nice things to say about it. So if you want to listen to me, have some damn fun for once. Tune in to like a podcast. Why would you want to have fun? Why would I want to, you know, experience joy, positive emotions? What is the that's I. Uh, that's maybe that's a maybe, bridge too far. I'm, I'm gonna have sorry, to end I'm this sorry, recording and I'm delete sorry. the whole thing. I'm sorry. On Is that it, note, uh, we will see you next time. 
for the long-awaited, mostly by me, probably. <laughs> Dude, I'm so excited for the secret, the season six fanfics. You have no idea. I'm excited. Oh my god. We will see you next time for that. Those will be on the main feed, not the bonus uh, episodes. That that will be for everyone to enjoy. So until then, thanks, Brenda. You're done. Thank you for your service, Henry. <laughs> sorry, Bye, sorry Brenda. you had to. Sorry you had to end this way. Hey, Brenda's hey. gone. This is it. No more Brenda. Thanks, Brenda. Yeah. Bye, Brenda. Bye, bye, Brenda. Goodbye, Brenda. (laughs) Ending it with a JoJo. Mm -hmm. Of course. I can't be, uh, you can't hurt me anymore. Bye. Bye. Brenda Vision. American Teenager Radio.